This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Friday, August 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Several people suffered injuries and five were hospitalized after a roller coaster at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey malfunctioned at the end of the ride, the amusement park said. The El Toro roller coaster had a yeah. minor accident. My favorite roller coaster. We're just talking about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, had a minor accident around 7.30 Thursday, according to park officials. As the ride was coming towards its conclusion, something malfunctioned and caused multiple injuries to the passengers aboard at the time. Several people reported back pain, while five others were taken to a nearby hospital with minor injuries. It's oh. it's such a great coaster. It really it is. Is. It's really, it's a <laughs> thrilling ride, man. I'm curious as to... If it breaks too hard at the end or something like that, if we're talking about back problems, what that would be. Yeah, well, the, um, they said state officials fined the park uh, last summer, I think it was, because the ride partially derailed. Um, so, Whoa. I don't know. If, that know, just, just makes it more exciting. Or... Right. Yeah. You, you never know. Maybe that's you never part know. of the thrill, <laughs> Maybe right? we're the one that's going to get injured this time. Ooh. Yeah. The coaster was shut down after the incident, which occurred just before the park was set to close at its usual time at 8 p.m., the park said. Video shows crews using flashlights on the track. Uh, at the on, on the tracks of the ride, uh, the incident is under investigation, and the ride will remain closed for inspection. El Toro is one of the tallest wooden roller coasters in the world, with a maximum speed of seventy miles per hour. After something like this, though, they're going to inspect the crap out of it. It's, yeah. it will never be safer It'll to be ride safer, the ride right? after. <laughs> I mean, I remember years ago when I got off that inchworm ride, I was impotent. So you never know. How, you know. Back to school shopping at King of Prussia Mall was disrupted on Thursday when a woman pulled a handgun in the food court area. A Bermarian Township police said the incident began when the woman was involved in an argument with three other women near five guys. Uh, the woman said that she walked away to wait for her food, but was approached by two of the other women as the argument continued. The single female said she believed that she was about to be assaulted, so she pulled out a handgun from her purse and pointed it at them. Five Guys is the kind of place, though, where you get so excited over the food that you yeah. will. Woo! I was going to say maybe somebody bumped her in line to get one of those bourbon chicken samples that they <laughs> hand out, and you know, at the at the Chinese restaurant there. Oh, that's right. They're always passing. Always, in fact, they're the out. most consistent sampler. Yeah. dispensers of any... Because that stuff's like crack. Yeah. I mean, once you taste it, you <laughs> have no you, choice but back. to buy some. But When, when it comes to the uh, King of Prussia food courts, there are two, and uh, I go back and forth as to which one is my favorite. This one is the old school one. And, the one downstairs, uh, Downstairs, right? yeah. It yeah. actually it flooded a few years ago, if you guys remember. Yeah, the, oh, absolutely. That. Yeah, and that's where the Five Guys is. And then there's the one in the court, which has, I think that's where the bourbon chicken samples are done, <laughs> and that's upstairs. There's that smoothie bar and, yep. and a few other places around there, too. So they're both delightful, and I, I like agree. I like free Thing them, well, the so. new one is there's the patty melt. The, the, the grilled cheese place, right? Is in is in that's the, in the newer area. That's in the newer area. Yes. Oh, that, that's, that's, right. that's the upper that's the upper tier. Yes, I stand corrected. There are three. Yeah. yeah, that bridge that they kind of yes. brush between the two houses. They close it to keep the scum out with the uh, grilled cheese. <laughs> place. <laughs> uh, and there's also, a, a, yeah, and they have a Shake Shack inside there, too. Right. As well as yeah. Yeah. There's that bar taco yeah. where you can sit inside and outside. There's so many options. What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> no wonder people are pulling out guns right now. <laughs> 
Uh, no shots were fired, police said, but um, <laughs> but as police made their way into the mall, um, stores began to lock down. They said you could see people running from the food That's court. Scary. Yeah, officers said shoppers and staff were shaken. Yeah. According to authorities, the woman who produced the gun did possess it legally and has a permit to carry a concealed weapon in Montgomery County. Just an observation, the fact that Five Guys overfills the fries all the time is, yeah. is wonderful. They, may, they give you a bag full yeah. of fries. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Police said at this time no charges are being filed and no injuries were reported in the incident. After a cold start to the summer, the Jersey Shore is now seeing some of the warmest water of the season. Water temperatures were above 83 degrees on wow. Thursday in Atlantic City and around 78 degrees near Cape May. Have you checked your shark app? Because <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. the, right. I know. Go, yeah. uh, but this, like, August is probably the only time I'll actually go in and swim in the ocean. Okay. Because it's usually too cold. That's, yeah. that's the main reason and for not going That's what the sharks there. say. That and the sharks. There were stretches this year, and I'm sure you can corroborate, Preston, where it was, like, brutally cold. Yes. I, I don't remember it oh, being yeah. that really? cold. Yeah. Huh. Yep, yep. There were a couple times where, and it was super-duper hot out, yes. too, and you're like, okay, Water's going to be go warmer because yeah. of, you know, the, the heat's going to be uh, tolerable going to like, dear God. No. Yeah. That's like California. Very, very cold. It'll be super hot, but that water is always frigid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So earlier this summer, um, the water, they said, was in the low 60s. Uh, it did reach the 70s. According to 6ABC meteorolo- meteorologist Adam Joseph, he says it's all about the wind. If the wind is prevailing out of the east, like right now, it brings those warm Gulf Stream waters towards the coastline. Joseph says for much of the summer, we've had a land breeze, so that pushes all of the warm surface water out to sea and brings up all of the colder water from down below, so, known as upwelling. It's from about Gulf. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. From the Gulf Stream waters <laughs> to the... I forgot the name. I, I was going to do summer winds. Oh, <laughs> summer winds. <laughs> we had the same idea. Yeah. Different, different song. Different yeah, song. Yeah. Experts say warmer water can mean a higher chance for a rip current and larger waves. Mm. As for hurricanes, while they do feed off warm waters, uh, that is more of a concern in deeper waters in the south. Hurricanes tend to lose strength as they travel north. From the Redwood Forest <laughs> to the <laughs> Gulf Stream to, waters. Right. Yeah. I had it. Back. We're going Yeah, sorry. (laughs) And then the whores come. That's when the whores come in. (laughs) All right, in sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies completed a four-game sweep and beat the Cincinnati Reds again, winning 4 nothing last wow. night at the ballpark. Aaron Nola struck out 11 and allowed only five hits in his second career nine-inning shutout. Kyle Schwarber hit his National League-leading 35th home run to lead the offense. With the win, the Phillies increased their lead to two and a half games over the San Diego Padres in the race for the National League's second wild card spot. The Pittsburgh Pirates are, come to town for a weekend series that begins tonight. Bailey Falter will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. Before last night's game, the team announced that pitcher Zach Wheeler has been put on the 15-day injured list uh. with right forearm tendonitis. The 32-year-old is 11-7 and seven with an ERA just over three. He's expected to miss his next two starts. In better news, the Phillies went 31-20 and 20 in games without Bryce Harper, but he is expected to rejoin the lineup tonight after missing two months with a broken left thumb. Harper went 5-for-8 with two home runs, 
two doubles and six RBIs in a two-game uh, two rehab assignment uh, with the AAA Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. And finally, the Union will look to remain undefeated at home when they take on the Colorado Rapids tomorrow night at Subaru Park. The Union continue to be in first place in the Eastern Conference with 14 wins and 51 points on the season. The match will begin at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Gab. Nick was just showing me the video of uh, Schwarber's home run. He damn near put it out of the freaking park, man. It was, I, I think that's Dear the longest home run I've ever seen there. And really? it went off the, Steven went off the top of the batter's eye in center field. It was Jeez. 451 feet. <laughs> what is the long? Do you have a shot? You know what? I don't. They're, they're in our ballpark? In yeah. Our, in, yeah. They, the, they've got some markers out there, right? They do, yeah. yeah. There's there been a few that have gone into Ashburn Alley over the years. Uh, there used to be at the vet, Steve, there was this star that Willie Stargell, it was for the Pirates, yeah, yeah. hit, and it was in the upper deck upstairs at the vet. <laughs> so that was the longest one there. But at the ballpark, I, I don't know what the, the longest in one Chase is. In Chase Stadium for years, I, I don't know. I guess the legend would have to be that it was, it was an easy park to hit a home run in, but they would actually... Hit, get out into the parking lot. Oh my god! Uh, and and uh, at least that's what I recall. But uh, yeah, they don't make the parks like that anymore. Well, in San Francisco, Candlestick, they would hit it out in the bay. Uh, um, that's no. not Candlestick. That's uh, the new one, AT and T Park yeah. or whatever it's called yeah. now. Yeah, but yeah, there be Bonds. people in boats. Yes, out there waiting to <laughs> kayaks with, with nets, yeah. kayaks, and, and, cool. and to go get them. So. Uh, let's see here. Citizens Bank Park. The farthest is 505 feet, and it was Ryan Howard oh, who wow. did it uh, against uh, Aaron Herring of the Reds. Oh, the so Reds. There, there you go. <laughs> we have a good history of really long home runs against the Reds. That's awesome. Uh, we'll welcome to Friday morning. No sad bro by all. No. We're going to have that uh, that theme going through the, uh, the program. Uh, Casey is out today. Marissa will be my caddy. Hey. She's going to be here in the studio next to me, giving me all the things that I need throughout the program, which is uh, one of the things that Casey does. So uh, she's going to be uh, handling all that today. Casey, the young man, is getting his colonoscopy today. He's talked about that on the... Yes, yes. And it should be right. applauded. You should definitely get that done if your doctor uh, has you, uh, you know, uh, online to do that. And so uh, he's on his way uh, his appointment. He should be he's probably listening to us right now because I think at eight he needs to be there at seven, so, so he'd be on the road. If he went through the prep cycle and you have to do prep before you do your colonoscopy and sort of just evacuate everything out there so they can take oh, yeah. a look inside, yeah, uh, I, he's he should be within the throes of that right now, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. I mean, well, maybe, maybe he should be close to being done. But yeah. I was telling Kathy, or she overheard me. I was talking to a coworker. Yeah. Here. I mean, it's just like it's like peeing out of your butt. So it really is. It's just like taking a big leak out of your butt. It de- now with you does. Stay consistently because I I blow my system out early on the prep and then I'm pretty good. That's how because I did. Two, remember just recently I had two colonoscopies and I came in and did the show and then went and had them afterwards. I don't know how you did yeah, that. I was like, like I when when I've had two of them in my lifetime and when I did one I remember calling you guys and yeah. I'm like I had woken up at like 3 a.m. and it started yeah. and I'm like I can't come to work there's no way right right I would be running in and out of the studio <laughs> and it would be a miracle if I could make it to where our bathroom is located because like you got to go right then and there when it's time I think we had actually asked for an in-studio bathroom when we were nice. having it designed and yeah. I don't know if we, that was expressly for colonoscopies but <laughs> They right. never thought we'd be signed on this long. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. They never thought we'd make it to colonoscopy age. But nonetheless, uh, that's what Casey's doing. So uh, he is out for today. So keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, we have got several things going on. We have our Word of the Week prize giveaway. It's 500 bucks as a Visa gift card from our friends at Marvel Studios with the She-Hulk Attorney at Law program. Uh, we also have uh, two guests that will be on the show today. And they've been on our program before, which is great. So in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have Lunell. 
anymore. Yeah. She's hilarious. She's awesome. She's a sweetheart. She'll be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, so she's stopping in. And then we're going to talk to Michael Yo via Zoom. And he's got uh, his show Blasian, which is available for rent or per, uh, purchase on Apple TV. Is that the show he's promoting? That's the show, right? Uh, so he's uh, he's great. We love talking to him anytime. And we made the mistake of saying when the show comes out, come back on and promote it. And, and he, he wants to do it. So we will definitely do that. Uh, and we got stuff to give away. We still have some more uh, Paul Reiser tickets to give away and some, uh, some uh, Bud Light Seltzer and some movie passes, all kinds of things. And we'll make sure that we get rid of it all before we head into the weekend. Yes. So, uh, let's take a break and come back. I do have a whole lot of entertainment stories, as always, to run by you, as well as a stupid question. So get yourself set for that. We'll be back in just a moment. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Football is back, and this Eagles season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagles season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All righty, we will ask a stupid question and give away a prize this morning. The prize that we have to give away is a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And the question that I will ask you is of a scientific nature. And the question is this. What is the distance between two peaks of a wave called? Uh-huh. 215263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that question. What are What is the distance between two peaks of a wave called? You probably learned this in science class. 215-263-WMMR is the number. I'll mention birthdays. Today being Friday, August 26th, while we're waiting for the calls to come in. Uh, it's Macaulay Calkin's birthday today. Uh-huh. You want to feel ancient? Macaulay Calkin is 42 years old today. So they were, uh, there's an article about the curse of Home Alone, you know, and they do this all the time. They'll say the, the yeah. curse. And, and over time, things happen to yes, people. they do, especially. <laughs> yeah. The curse of King Kong. The when, original... you have, when you have a cast of a gigantic family, right. you know, uh, it, yes. Do you know that everyone who had appeared in the Chaplin film City Lights has died? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Everyone it's in the curse. Ten Commandments died, They're too. It's dead. very bizarre. <laughs> Tragic. Um, so. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I do like Macaulay Culkin for all his uh, quirkiness and uh, yeah, and and his uh, his brother's a great actor too. He's got two brothers, right? He does. His brother and sister. He's got Rory, and then there was the kid who was in uh, Father of the Bride. Okay, uh, Kieran. Kieran. That's it. Oh yeah, that's right. The Culkins. Yes, Kieran Culkin and his <laughs> older brother Culkin. <laughs> yeah, the, they didn't they uh, seek independence from their father. There was a legal, was legal wrangling yeah. early on. Yeah, there was something. That Kit went Culkin, on there. I think his name is. Okay, one of the Culkins. <laughs> Kit Culkin. Kit Culkin. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay is forty-two. Yeah, yeah. Culkin. Okay. Uh, we also have a musician Branford Marcellas celebrating his birthday today. Super talented. Yeah, great uh, sax player. And he played, who was he the band leader for? Uh, Leno, uh, Leno? Leno, yeah. yeah. For a little while, he did that. There was Branford and Winton, right? Winton is the uh, older brother, and he, he was. He's worked with Sting. 
No, no, no. Branford was with Sting. Whitten is a is a uh, trumpet player, right, and right. he's a. He's like, even though Branford is a great musician, yeah, yeah. Winton is considered one of the all-time greats. Pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, when you have that much talent yeah, yeah, in a family yeah. like that. But, yeah, he was in uh, Sting's band. There's some really cool stuff, uh, you know, like um, uh, Fortress Around Your Heart, all that saxophone. That's all Branford Marcel. Will you ever put on jazz like this and listen to it occasionally? Yeah. I used to, yeah, I used yep. to do it all the time. I used to listen to uh, fusion jazz. Yep. you got to be in the right mood. And it's got to be the right atmosphere. Yeah. You know, I'll do it, uh, like, uh, if we're having dinner or something like that, right, some right, guests right, over, yeah. I'll put on, like, a jazzy thing, right, like, yeah. instrumental stuff. Yeah, I, I dig it. I enjoy it. If or, or if I'm doing, if I'm outside and I just want chill and I want no thought and I just want to take in... What's around me? Then sometimes I, I interpret a dance on my front lawn, and I'll put that on on your right? front yeah. lawn. Yeah, I don't. I want people to see it. Okay. Yes. Otherwise, it's just I'm what's just the point? Uh, he is sixty-two today. Uh, singer Shirley Manson, an actress, I guess I should say yes, too, and a good actress. Uh, she was in the, what was the Terminator? The Terminator. Uh, Sarah oh. Connor Chronicles. There you go. And she was very good. She was the the baddie. Uh, so Garbage is a band I really dug. Uh, very moody, very cool. I always thought she was uh, an attractive, awesome front person as yeah. well. Nice uh, Scottish accent. Yep. She gave out a really good shout-out to our friends at South Street Art Mart when uh, when they played in town recently. I think okay. she was opening for Alanis Morissette. Garbage oh. was opening for Alanis Morissette, and they shouted out... Um, the the crew over there. Okay, from nice. the stage, which is pretty awesome. Shirley is fifty six years old today. Uh, drummer, we had a couple of drummers celebrating birthdays today. From no doubt, you have Adrian Young, uh, and you know he's a ska drummer. Yeah, yeah. Known for wearing outrageous outfits. Uh, met him a couple times. Nice guy. And also uh, another drummer birthday uh, is Maureen Mo. Tucker, who played drum for the Velvet Underground, <laughs> and she is 78 years old today. Again, I appreciate the Velvet Underground. I never was that into the Velvet Underground. Yeah, there's there's a couple of bands that, that have um, big influences yeah. that I'm like, okay, right. yeah, I can take or leave this, but for whatever reason, struck a chord with a lot of musicians. I mean, what's, what's the song? Uh, is it Sarah? Where... Um, uh, 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 Stevie Nicks mentions, you know... Oh, right. To velvet uh, but I guess it really spoke to a, a lot of musicians. Like a, like a, a band's band, I yeah, guess. Yeah. totally. So, um, Maureen Tucker, Mo Tucker, is 78 years old today. Uh, another great musician, uh, former Homeland Security Director Tom Ridge. <laughs> he was great, man. Yeah. He, uh, nobody played the Zither like he did. No. And especially when he, you know, when he did that turn in, uh, what was a heavy metal band? Uh, Armored Saint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that he was... <laughs> Is the uh, are we getting? I, I brought my guitar. <laughs> that uh, are we getting jiggy with it? Story. Oh, I I yes. You. My, my friend Brian used to work for Tom yeah. Rage. Relay it again. And they were at a, it was a um, uh, turn of the century millennium party. Right, yeah. And uh, are we getting jig- getting jiggy with it? Came on and he, Tom Rage turns to my friend Brian and they're all dancing on the dance floor or whatever. He's like, Brian, are we getting jiggy with it? <laughs> and Brian was like, you know, this is his boss. He's like, yes, sir, we're getting jiggy with it. Rich that looks like a comic drawing of himself. He yes, is this he does. human square. He, uh, uh, Brian, uh, in his defense, Brian said Ridge was the really nicest guy. Oh, cool. he, really, he liked working for him a lot, but uh, the, are we getting jiggy with it? I would love to have an audio drop of <laughs> I know. him saying, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tom Ridge, and it is time to get jiggy with it. We need uh, to get that. He is celebrating his uh, 77th birthday today. Uh, actor Chris Pine. 
He's great. You gotta love Chris Pine. He's great. And the new uh, Guardians is apparently ready to be released soon. Okay. And he does that show that's really popular. Uh, it's a military based. Um, you're, you're thinking of Pratt. Oh, you're right. Pra- Pine. Chris Pine is Star Trek. Star Trek yeah. 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 I was wondering if Chris Pine was. going I wouldn't doubt it if he was going to be in the MCU. Yeah. But, uh, he is. He's, he's got, prime for that. He's man. got a DC angle with Wonder Woman. <clears throat> you know, you, uh, the completely uh, got, got him mixed up. But he's he, well. So if you talk about actors that I confuse often, that would be these two: Chris Pine, Chris Evans, and Chris Pratt. Remember, the there was like the battle oh, of the yeah. sexy Chris's. Let's not forget Hemsworth. And Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. The four Chris's. The four yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, no, he's great in, in Star Trek and Wonder Woman. Uh, the second one, oh, God, I wish I wouldn't have it made that movie. It was so It was terrible. Bad. And, we and I was so excited. that first Wonder Woman movie. I know. I hope we get another Gal Gadot uh, I do Wonder too. Woman done the right way. Yep. You know, he is in the, Chris Pine is in the MCU because he's in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. He voices Peter Parker. Ah. Oh. Ah. Well, which Peter Parker? It's like uh, one of them. Yeah, because there's several <laughs> there's of them. Uh, interesting. Well, I need, I need to figure out which one that was. But, um, yeah, and he goes back to, um, what was the uh, Anne Hathaway, she's the princess. Oh, uh, Princess, princess Diaries. Diaries. Princess Diaries. Yeah. He was in the second one, I believe. Was he? Right? Yeah. And his dad was the captain on ships. His dad was the captain on yeah. ships? Remember they, yeah. <gasps> no way. That's his dad. Get yeah. out of here. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right. Well, Chris Pine, 42 years old today. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, who's great, is celebrating her 52nd birthday. Girl, I can't stand those commercials she does with the Property Brothers. <laughs> I haven't oh. seen them. It's, it, you, you know these commercials I'm talking about? No. no. They're just annoying. All right. Uh-oh. Yeah. What happens? They're they're trying to be funny, and they're not. Oh, okay. So Melissa McCarthy, to me, is like Sandra Bullock to Casey. Really? Not to Kathy. Why? Oh, God. You don't I like her? Lo- oh, I love her. I don't love she's her. She's super talented. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I wish. I, I, I respect her as a comedian. I think she's great. I love her as a writer. I love her... Um, her whole story, how she came up, I just, I'm not a fan. She grades on you. All right. Yeah. I enjoyed the uh, the Nine Perfect Strangers uh, short series with Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was good. Uh, she was really good in that, They're too. doing a second one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, they are? Yeah. I liked, too, that was like, because there was, you know, obviously there were some serious parts to it, but like some of her humor yes. came out in the show, too. It was good. Uh, she's 52 today. Uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki. Yeah, you know from uh, Medea's Family Reunion and Aquila and the Bee and Joyful Noise. Kiki is 29 today. Uh, then we got a local fellow. Well, he's local now, celebrating a birthday. James Harden's birthday is today. Yeah. Uh, he is 33 years old, the bearded one. <laughs> it just seems older for some reason. I know. With, it's it's, it's beard. Right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he gets tired. Well, he probably doesn't get tired of that, but the beard references. I mean, it's his calling card. Yeah, it's his nickname. He'll yeah. probably be going to Delilah's or Club Skate today. He's a yeah. big, big fan of the strip clubs. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. known to frequent them. Yes, he yeah. is. A couple yeah. of beard rides. Yes. <laughs> and he's not really, like, secret about it. Like, he doesn't, oh, no. he doesn't care. He does not care. He should do something like a podcast reviewing uh, strip clubs. Yes. <laughs> I assume he's <laughs> single. Uh... Yeah, he was with one of the Kardashians for a stretch. I don't okay. remember which one. Maybe Courtney? Happy birthday, James. It was Rob. It was Rob. You're right. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can get an answer to our stupid question. And where did I... I probably threw it away. All right. What is the distance between two peaks of a wave called? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Peggy, who I sang like in Hamilton. And right. Peggy. Hi, Peggy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. Peggy, what is a the distance between two peaks in a wave called? Seems kind of simple. Wavelength? That's it. The wavelength. Yep. You have the frequency and the wavelength. And hang on, Peggy. 
We're going to set you up with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card if you're in the mood for seafood. Bonefish Grill's got you covered with new summer specials like the Shrimp Rangoon Dip and pineapple glazed shrimp paired perfectly with a zesty key lime cake, and that's mm. for dessert. So visit bonefishgrill.com. Um, few things to get into. We are going to start with this one on Thursday. The Texas-based company called Celestis announced that uh, Nichelle Nichols, who plays, uh, of course played Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek, her cremated remains will go into deep space aboard what has been aptly named the Vulcan Rocket, and Nichols, who made history as the first black woman in a leading role on primetime television, passed away at the age of 89 on July 30th. She won't be the only one uh, who will be uh, having their ashes released. Of course, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry, his wife, uh, Majil Barrett. Yes. And uh, James Doohan, of course, who played Scotty, will be aboard the flight as well. So Majel Barrett played uh, Christine Chappell, Nurse Chapel on Star Trek. Uh, and Nichols, who starred as Ohura, also advocated for women to go into space. Never got to travel to space herself while she was alive. Her son, Kyle Johnson, said in a statement, My only regret is that I cannot share this eternal tribute standing beside my mother at the launch. I know she would be profoundly honored for this unique experience and enthusiastically encourage all of her fans to join us vicariously by contributing your thoughts, affections, memories... Uh, NN-inspired success. Oh, that's uh, her name, Nichelle Nichols. It says NN-inspired <laughs> yeah, success. Dreams and aspirations via email to be launched with her on this flight. Wow, he wrote. She was uh, beloved by the fans. There had been rumors for years that at some point Gene Roddenberry and she had an affair. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, they, at, at conventions and stuff, they adored her. Uh, the Enterprise flight will travel 93 million miles to 186 million miles into deep space and will release more than 200 flight capsules containing cremated ash remains, special messages, and DNA samples. What if, people. hypothetically, mm-hmm. an alien race uh, manages to find them and rebuilds them and sends them back to Earth? I was thinking the exact right? same thing. And Wouldn't they, that be perfect? They arrive... In their version of the Enterprise, <laughs> and it all becomes real. It's like that scene in Galaxy Quest. Totally. I know it! Yep. <laughs> so we'll wait and see if yeah. this ends up happening. But uh, no, I think it's a, it's a neat one. It's, it's wonderful. Well, yeah, because yeah. think about the people that, that built, that were uh, in the NASA program, have been forever, that were uh, inspired. Star Trek fans, absolutely. By, by Star Trek yeah. to, to follow that path and and get into space exploration. It's incredible. I was reading an interview with one of the engineers, this is years ago, but it was pretty fascinating, and and, uh, they talked about watching episodes of Star Trek and saying... Let's try to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the the, the various uh, cast members have said over the years that they've met these NASA geniuses yeah, yeah, yeah. who have gone, you know, I did this because of you. And they're like, <laughs> what? Us? This little right. program thing we were doing? It's and like when it's people great. tell us they became neurosurgeons because of us. Because yeah, of us. And I know. we don't understand that. It's flattering. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, on to Dancing with the Stars. Cheryl Burke has shared some intriguing details about her a cheating ex. I was she was one of the first ones that I had a little crush on. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Uh, in a TikTok video posted on Wednesday, she share, uh, shakes her head while Adele's "Set Fire to the Rain" plays in the background. Text displays over the video, and it reads. When he said he would never talk to her again, yet I found text messages, Viagra, and a necklace hidden in a pair of shoes. Who's he? 
her ex. We don't know exactly. Wait, was he? Ta- was she talking about Adele? No, no. She to- oh, she, oh, Adele oh. is simply the soundtrack yeah. to this okay, video okay, okay. as she is recounting yeah. this ex who was cheating on her. No, she's. Oh, you're thinking he's cheating on her with? Oh, Adele. That's what I thought you were no, saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, is with Nichelle Nichols that who's yeah. dead oh, now, her. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Burke added in the caption, uh, "Quote: The last time I, I is absolutely right. Goodbye forever." And then she had the ex, uh, the hashtags exes suck. Uh, the last time, goodbye forever, and hope it was worth it. Uh, these kind of things are sit sort of me in the in the pocket of the posting on Twitter. I can't stop crying. What happened? <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Who is this? Uh, yeah. Like, why are you putting this out there for everybody? Unless it's something that it's to shame the guy. Well, shame the guy, I'm of sure. course. But really, give us his do, name. Do you need this information out? But maybe it's for her because she says. Uh, the last time is absolutely right. Goodbye forever. Like maybe she needed to post that for it to for her to not go back. Okay, I so I see what you're saying to it's extort like, herself. It's yes. like telling everyone, "Hey, I'm quitting smoking." Right. And right. They, yeah. And then you, you, if you give up on that, that everybody knows. Everybody knows you're going right. to be called out and you're going to be shamed into you know really right. to, to quitting. So while uh, she didn't name the ex in question, she is in the middle of a divorce uh, from Boy Meets World star Matthew Lawrence. Mm. Uh, she filed for divorce from Lawrence on Valentine's Day this year, citing irreconcilable differences. That's got to be it, I would think. Uh, he's the kind of guy who would keep Viagra in his shoes. <laughs> Abington native. I'm sorry. Oh, he's from Abington? Yeah, the Lawrences. Okay. Well, so, you know how they roll in Abington. <laughs> he was recently spotted in Hawaii with TLC, not the program, right, right, but yeah. the, 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 the group, TLC's uh, uh, Rosanda Chili Thomas mm. less than a month ago. He was sucking on a chili dog. But a representative for Chili said that there's nothing romantic, romantic going on between them. Huh. And we don't have the sucking on a chili dog song, right? It, uh, it was in the bottom left-hand corner here the other day, but not anymore. <laughs> Uh, Casey's not here today. And he's sucking on a chili dog. Uh, or he's going to get his chili dog probed. Yeah. So to speak. He's getting a colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine afterwards he will have a chili dog uh, <laughs> to celebrate that it is all done with. Don't worry about it, Marissa. Yeah, We're going to move on to that. something else here. Yeah. Uh, following reports that he and his wife of 25 years, Jennifer Flavin, are divorcing, uh, Sylvester Stallone told TMZ that he will, quote, always love her. Of that's, course. That's, that's what, what you tell TMZ. Yes. <laughs> Hey, you got that one, Maris? Thank you. Oh, he'd love you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear for the boy. <laughs> you want to dance with somebody, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the outlet had previously reported that the pair... But I'm going to love my dog more. ...were splitting up due to a fight about his Rottweiler, Dwight. And addressing this, Sloan said that while they did disagree about how to care for the pet, the former couple, quote, and he said... Did not end the relationship on such a trivial argument. Mm-hmm. We felt it might have been sort of a flashpoint, but there were other things mm-hmm. happening. Uh, he noted that uh, he and Flavin just, quote, went in different directions. We got out of February. He said, oh, now we bring Journey into the uh, <laughs> into the uh, the mix here. Uh, he added, I have the highest respect for Jennifer. I will always love her. She is an amazing woman, and she is the nicest human being. I'm sailing away <laughs> that I have ever met. Now you're just singing Yacht Rock. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and now, Sylvester Stallone sings Yacht Rock. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto, Domo. 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 <laughs> that was- uh, 
it was one of our bumper beds. Yeah. And you put Stallone sings bumper beds. <laughs> He's very youthful when you're coming in and out of breaks. Here we go. Here's here's Stallone singing. Arigato, I'm a robot. I said dystopian future. You used to work at what was the name of that club where the robot was? Minimum Friday night, <laughs> tea night on Sunday. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Roboto has like a minute long intro to it. it. Does. Uh, but yeah, he said that um, he, he's being very low key about this, and I'm wondering if she is going to retort to him saying this is, you know, I uh, love a good tort. I have respect for her and will always love her and all that stuff. So I think, listen, so there's. That would probably happen after division of assets. Uh, yes. So they'll they'll try to split everything up nicely. Yep. And and it's California, so right. they got to split, split it down the middle. That's so. right. And then uh, the robot gets ten percent. Oh, <laughs> I am a modern man. Secret, secret. All right. Well, anyhow, <laughs> uh, they uh, they apparently everything's okay with them. Let's hear it for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> Good song. Other than, what would you expect to pay for this amazing music package? <laughs> uh, Olivia Wilde has opened up about why she fired Shia LaBeouf on her, from her film, uh, Don't Worry Darling, in a recent interview with Variety. Uh, she said, I say this as someone who is such an admirer of his work. His process was not conducive to the ethos that I demand in my productions. He has a process that, in do some it. in some ways, seems to require a combative energy. Just do it. And I don't personally believe that's a uh, that is conducive to the best performances. Just do it. Uh, the book smart actress added Just that. Do it. Just do it. That, do it. That you, Just do it. That you wanted to <laughs> nurture a safe working environment. I believe that creating a safe, trusting environment is the best way to get people to do their best work. Ultimately, my responsibility is to the production and to the cast to the, uh, protect them, and that was my job. Do you know what's going on with him now? No. He has embraced Catholicism, oh, and he God. has embraced Latin Mass, like the old-style Latin Mass. Oh, wow, really? Yes. Like he has gone, and it's his thing now. He is a, He's an interesting dude. Uh, months after the firing took place, his ex-girlfriend, FKA Twigs, Faka, sued him for relentless abuse, including sexual battery. Um, and Wilde said, a lot came to light after this happened that really troubled me in terms of his behavior. I find myself just really wishing him health and evolution because I believe in restorative justice. Rob Pattinson was with Faka for quite a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I bet he was nicer. He's much nicer. Yeah. All right, uh, actor Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things plays uh, Will Byers. Yes. Uh, revealed in December that he is attending the University of Pennsylvania 
with Netflix sharing a video of him and his family excitedly oh. reacting to his acceptance to the Ivy League school. In the clip, you can be seen wearing a Wharton school hoodie. Uh-huh. So is he going for business? He's going for business. He All won't right. be studying film or drama. It will be business. And he had said, I was thinking of going for acting. Acting was just kind of repetitive, and I wanted to try something new. Well, business will serve him well. Uh, he added that uh, co-star Millie Bobby Brown is taking a similar approach to her education as a human services major at Purdue University, though she's attending that school virtually. Uh, he said, she's kind of learning about other things. I thought that it would make more sense to do something different, and business was pretty clear next thing for me. Uh, it turns out that he's already something of a businessman himself. He is the founder of a snack company called TBH. What's that? Uh, which focuses on providing a more sustainable version of Nutella. I love Nutella. That the company makes without using palm oil. As he told huh. Forbes last year, instead of uh, ahead of TBH's launch, harvesting palm oil is a significant contributor to deforestation. In addition to preparing to attend Penn and working on his uh, snack brand, he said that he is also working as a lifeguard as just a thing for fun. Just like you, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was fun being a lifeguard. Yeah. What there's um Nick, do you know which school does it for the uh I think it's the professional athletes. There's some sort of business program. It's Harvard. Is it's, it Harvard? Yeah, okay. And they can go and they they basically get a degree for business at well, I mean I guess they can do it at any point in their career. I think it's Wharton as well too cuz Connor Barwin is in that program right now. Is okay. he? Yeah. And, and uh, a lot James, of local athletes. Yeah, James Van Reems like did the Harvard one. So maybe it's a, okay. a few Ivies. Oh, are, they, are they are they is it gratis for them or is it is I it are they but yeah. Sometimes it's like an internship right. through the NFL or through whatever major league sport they're with. No, they get, they get an, the, at least the one at Harvard, they get a degree. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, we will look for him on Penn's campus uh, coming up, which will <laughs> be probably moving in this week. Yeah, they're already in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's Sips is hot with uh, Wharton kids right now. Sips? Center City Sips, the Wednesday night parties. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All over the city. Uh, Joe E. Tata, known for his role as the Peach Pit Diner owner, yeah. Nat Basiccio, uh, on 90210, passed away on Wednesday. Aww. Uh, Tata's daughter, Kelly, shared the news on the actor's GoFundMe page and and uh, had said that it was uh, previously revealed he suffered from Alzheimer's disease. Oh, uh, that sucks. He was, um, uh, he was a, a good character on that show. Yeah. Kelly added that uh, the remaining funds raised from this campaign will be donated to the Alzheimer's Association. Ian Ziering uh, took to Instagram on Thursday to honor him and said one of the happiest people I've ever worked with. Said he was generous with his wisdom as well as with his kindness. Uh, though the peach pit... Was a 90210 set. It often felt like the backdrop to the Joe E. Tata show. It's part of the 90210 curse, Preston. Uh, the stories of days gone by that he would share incredible experiences in the entertainment industry that he was a part of uh, would keep us all captivated. Uh, he also had roles. He'd been acting for quite a while. General Hospital. He, was, he goes back to the Outer Limits. Yes. yeah. Uh, Mr. Roberts, Mannix, uh, the FBI, God, the streets of San Francisco, so all of the shows. Yeah. Uh, so, sad news in the world of uh, 90210. Iconic opera singer Luciano Pavarotti was posthumously honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, cool. Uh, the He's ceremony- next to Carrot Top, right? Uh, yeah, he is right. Uh, the ceremony installed the 2730th star on the Los Angeles Boulevard, honoring the man who many consider one of the greatest tenors of all time. 
Bubba. And as per his request, he is next to Rick Dees. <laughs> Pavarotti died in 2007, and his daughter, Christiana Pavarotti, attended the ceremony on his behalf and spoke about the honor. Uh, she said, our gratitude goes out to all of those that strongly wanted, supported, and contributed to organizing celebrations honoring my father. If I think back to all he's achieved, if I think back at the uh, trials he has bla- trails he has blazed at all and at all his successes and acknowledgments, I still feel dizzy. She said, "I wish I could express just how much I would love for him to be here today, but alas, not even the stars hold so much power. Uh, I trust by now you know that I have always been a fan of my father myself and unapologetically so. Uh, do you remember? He was the, amazing, man. Do you remember the uh, they tried to get a bit of a movie career going for him, and he was in a romantic movie. He played an opera singer, oh. uh, and uh, he had a uh, the love interest and the whole deal. Nick, I don't know if you can quickly look there, but yeah, they be- gave this big push. They felt they could sell him yeah. as a um, as a romantic lead. Okay, it didn't really work. I guess not. Yeah. Uh, but if you do ever see footage of him singing, you're like, it, it's just incredible that yeah. he can he can belt out the way that he did, or he his version of uh, or his him performing Ave Maria as well. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. called uh, Yes, Giorgio. Yes, Steve. that's it. I believe he was also once on Sesame Street. Oh. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and he was also in the first Expendables. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he played Big Bird on uh, Sesame Street? <laughs> no, he played a I'm a large bird. Uh, let's see, a few more things to run by you. In a recent interview with Hollywood Reporter Hunger Games star Jenna Malone. I love her. Yes, great. Uh, commented on how it felt to come out as pansexual last weekend. She said it felt so nice. I've been thinking about it for a while. The sexual journey is so beautiful. I mean, all of the identity journeys are so cool. I feel like I'm a little bit late to the game in being able to have less shame, she said. But she made the official statement about that. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have taken the relationship challenge. And the results are cute. Uh, while people... <laughs> this just yes. is cute results. From a relationship test. Uh, While people report that... Experts called it cute. That the challenge went viral in 2020. Kutcher posted a video to Instagram of the couple uh, taking it on Wednesday. Both cover their eyes and answer questions like, who said I love you first? Oh, okay. So is this where this... Okay, they 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 point to each other. Right. Uh, Kutcher captioned the post, Grandma and Grandpa hopped on a trend three months late, but it made us laugh. So (laughs) the results... We're cute. So a lot of times what'll happen is you'll have the parents like like you would stand behind your two your two sons, Preston, and then there's a quiz about character traits and you would point to the one I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a similar. So they did it. And it was cute. Uh it's so cute. <laughs> uh let me see. I've I have too many things and not and t- a, and and a lot not of the time. Cute. Yeah. Uh but I I'm gonna add this. How about uh the Walking Dead star, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Negan. Yes. Uh is joining the cast of the boys. For its fourth season, according to Variety. Love it. Morgan will be a recurring guest star on the season, uh, but his character is being kept under wraps for now. Wouldn't it be great if they went totally against type for him? Against Because he can play such a... He he can play anything, really. But but he is great as a strong, mean, menacing character. Make him a real corporate dweeb, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But but they won't. 
Have you you're, you haven't watched yet? No, I got I got I had another friend call me the other day and tell me you you got to oh. see it and I'm going to that opening. Yeah, I did scene. see the first. Yeah. I saw the first episode. I know okay. what happens there. Right. Right. Uh, and then <laughs> Deadline reports that Joe Pesci is coming out of retirement. What? He will join Pete Davidson and Edie Falco for Bupkiss. Uh, which sounds no, sounds kind of like butt kiss. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, butt kiss. Butt kiss. Uh, the Peacock live action comedy tells a fictionalized version of Davidson's life. And Pesci is going to play his grandfather. Uh, I, the last thing I remember him doing was the, um, the Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, and Falco will play his mother. Uh, so that's a very interesting cast. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I think we need to jump ahead, and there are new movies opening this weekend. Do you happen to have that intro, Marissa? It's the... Uh, Casey's not here today. We could do it ourselves. Yeah. Please do. It's just as good. Boom, boom. I think we got Loved it. it. Nailed it. Yeah, Nailed it. I got it. All right, so let's see here. Opening today, Samaritan. This is alone. That is correct. It's yeah. an action fantasy. Stars Sylvester Stallone, uh, Javon Walton, and Joshua Palenko. Thirteen-year-old Sam clearly suspects that his mysterious and reclusive neighbor, Mister Smith, is actually a legend hiding in plain sight. Twenty years ago, Granite City's super-powered vigilante Samaritan was reported dead after a fiery warehouse battle with his rival nemesis. Uh, most believe Samaritan perished in the fire, but some of the city, like Sam, have hope that he is still alive. With crime on the rise and the city on the brink of chaos, Sam makes it his mission to coax his neighbor out of hiding to save the city from ruin. Uh, it's an hour and 39 minutes long, rated PG-13, streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 37%. That's yeah, a mixed reviews, but I'm yeah. probably going to check it out. Yep. Uh, also opening is The Invitation. It's a horror and mystery film starring, uh, is it Natalie Emanuel? Yeah, we love her. Uh, Thomas Doherty and Alan Bowden. Uh, after the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie uh, takes a DNA test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had. Uh, invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, she is at first seduced by the sexy aristocrat, uh, but is soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets in her family's history and the unsettling intentions behind their sinful generosity. Uh, it's an hour and 44 minutes long. Rated PG-13. It's wide release theaters today. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 20% score. And then finally, 3,000 Years of Longing. Fantasy drama stars Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba, and Amito Lagum. Uh, Dr. Alethea... Binny is an academic, content with life, and a creature of reason. While in Istanbul attending a conference, she happens to encounter a jinn, who is like a genie. Yes. Uh, who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. Uh, this presents two problems. First, uh, she doubts that he is real. And second, because she is a scholar of story mythology, she knows all the cautionary tales of wishes gone wrong. 
Uh, the gin pleads in his case by telling her fantastical stories of his past. Eventually, she is beguiled and makes a wish that surprises them both. Hour and 48 minutes long, rated R, wide theater release, and uh, it gets the highest score of our three with a 66% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is a George Miller movie, and visually he's always pretty impressive, so uh, I kind of want to see this. All right, now we're ready for clips. Comedy legends Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart pair up in the new film, Me Time. And in this clip, Mark speaks to Jimmy Fallon about the humiliating stunts that Hart made him perform. Here we go. And then he's got me ass naked, excuse my language. He's got me in Daisy Dukes on a boat. I'm like, is this supposed scene... to be funny or they're just <laughs> making fun of me? But um, I think the first scene, you're naked in the first but scene. But it was, it was, yeah, in the very first scene in front of like... You know, a crew of 200 people and another 100 extras. And I'm like, but I had sneakers on. Me Time premieres on Netflix today. See if it's any good. Yeah. Next clip. The Imitation, supernatural horror thriller, follows a woman's journey on discovering the dark secrets hidden in her past. And here, Natalie Emanuel explains why this movie is not realistic. Destination wedding with a long-lost relative, a stranger, um, and goes alone. I saw, I always joke that um, if it was me in this situation, that movie would have ended in the scene with um, my best friend, who's like, are you going to go meet him? And we'd be like, nah. <laughs> Uh, the invitation is in theaters today. We uh, remember we interviewed her for uh, Army of Thieves. Army of, Dar- Army of Thieves, and yes. she uh, she's just oh glorious. She is beautiful. Yeah, uh, she was really sweet too. Yeah, uh, and uh, great actress. All right, and that is our entertainment report for the time being. Uh, we're going to take a break. We got some guests on the program today. Uh, Lunell, who's going to be at the yeah. Comedy Club, is stopping by today. And we're going to talk to Michael Yo as well because he's got his show Blasian, uh, Blasian, which is on Apple TV. Uh, so we'll chat with those guys and let's give some stuff away. I've got some tickets to see Paul Reiser. Excellent stand-up comedy uh, Friday, November 11th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, and we'll take caller number 17 two one five two six three WMMR, and you will be good to go. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. We'll be back in a second. Hang with us on this No Sad Bro Friday morning. The best burger in Philly. Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Round one, fight. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that one? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks to your taste buds. A little later on this morning. Oh, you know what? Just a reminder... Uh, mm-hmm. That we are still taking people signing up for the presidency battle of the self-proclaimed experts. It's always sunny in Philadelphia edition. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, the prize is a meet and greet and VIP tickets for the Always Sunny podcast Monday, September 19th at the Met in Philadelphia. There's two shows, by the way. They're both sold out. So we will get you. Although they did release like some some tickets, limited, limited edition yeah. uh, tickets. So you can get those now. But if you think you know. 
anything and everything about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and you can absolutely beat someone else in a head-to-head competition of trivia, you need to go to PrestonSteve.com and enter and tell us why you think you know the gang better than anyone else in Philadelphia. Two contestants are going to be selected to face off in studio in a trivia competition on September 1st. The deadline to enter is on Monday at 10 a.m. All right. So make sure that you do that now and you'll find it at PrestonAndSteve.com. So we haven't done the Battle of Experts in a little while. And you basically write an essay and convince us why yeah. you're an expert. Yep. And we'll choose two people yeah. based on that. And we'll get you in here. All right. You know what? It's uh, it's the end of the week, and I've noticed some stuff that I think that I should pass along to you. It is my job. The noticer spent an entire week noticing so you don't have to. Mm. That's what he does. All right, and actually... He's an empty alleyway, across an empty field. He's always there noticing when you don't have time to. And actually... I don't think the noticer knows where his mask is. No, I... Well... Did the noticer lose his noticer mask? Uh... I yeah, may have. I think you lost it. I Sorry. thought it was. I in noticed that, you lost your mask. I thought it was in that pint glass right there, but I guess not. It's all right, <laughs> that sucks. It probably give you a migraine anyway. The noticer says that sucks. All right, well, anyhow, this like Simon says the first thing that I noticed actually was noticed first pre-noticed by, by Steve Morrison. It's oh, been, it's been pre-noticed, uh, but Fashion Month. Is approaching. Yes, of course, and that's why I'm so dolled up today. <laughs> Four of the main fashion capitals, New York, London, Milan, and Paris, are preparing to welcome editors, stylists, and influencers throughout September. So that's Fashion Month. Now, the thing is, a lot of people mispronounce uh, beauty brands and fashion brands. We've had this very discussion on the show about how you pronounce these different things. We always defer to Kathy and yes. or Marissa. Well, Kathy, you're, not, you're... I'm not good at it. Because a lot of them are foreign. Yes. So th- what I can do is I can I can see what you tell us how to pronounce these things, Kathy. So I think you're you're probably the, yeah. the uh, studio expert. I think you're probably right. Mm-hmm. You guys are I don't think so, but, looking okay. over my abilities to Well, I think you would, you would probably <laughs> no. pronounce it. Oh, ba- bagels? <laughs> yes. Uh, and and then, breakfast pizza. I'll go through <laughs> some of the ones that are most mispronounced uh, and, and let you know the, the order that they're in. So... Like, I know you know how to pronounce this, Kathy. H, uh, I'm going to spell it because yeah. I'm not going to say what it is. That would defeat the purpose. Right, yeah. Uh, H-E-R-M-E-S. Yeah, Hermes. Hermes, which a lot of people say. Hermes. Hermes, yeah. <laughs> you know? Or like from uh, Rudolph, Hermes. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, Hermes. L-O-U-I-S-V-U-I-T-T-O-N. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. I, I would assume people say Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Did, did you see... <laughs> It just speaks to the expensive nature of it. But it was footage of these, you know, people storming in and, and grabbing stuff and running. You see footage of it constantly where they're oh, robbing the these run. higher-end stores. I think it was on Rode- maybe off a of Rodeo Drive or whatever. But Preston, they maybe grabbed four things. <laughs> and, and they were good? <laughs> $200,000 worth of... I'm like, what? I know. It's crazy. It's insane. Some of these I'm just going to say because yeah. I think we know. We but know. Versace. Right. Yeah. Uh, I it's guess Versace. Some people say no, Versace. Versace. V-E-R-S-A-C-E. <laughs> uh, now, here's one. All right. Now, I probably would have... I know how to pronounce this now. Okay. Uh, but I probably would have mispronounced it. G-I-V-E-N-C-H-Y. All right. Givenchy. Yes. <laughs> Givenchy. 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 By the way, um, are you a fan of um, these uh, higher Some end? This, uh, not this one. I don't have. I don't know too much about about Givenchy. Yeah. 
Uh, Gucci is mispronounced. Gucky. Yeah, to Gucky, I guess. No, nobody <laughs> yeah. says that. Really? Yeah, yeah. These are these are some of the yeah. most searched how to pronounce <laughs> Gucky. I uh, feel like that's like my dad names. saying Tarjay. Yeah, he just does it on purpose. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so uh, Yves Saint Laurent. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you say that, right? Right. Yeah. Yves, Yves Saint Laurent. Uh, now this one I'm not familiar. L O E W E. L O E W E. Yeah. L O E. I was looking, You're looking I don't, it up. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I was looking up the as you were. Uh, yeah, that's how I pronounce it. it. Louis, or I, at a quick glance, I would say Lowe's. Yeah, the, yeah, Lowe's. <laughs> that's what it looks the hardware like. store. Oh, it's okay. It's Spanish. Uh, Spanish luxury fashion house. It's pronounced uh, Loewe. Loewe. Yeah, okay. Loewe. And, and, the, and they, they show you the correct, correct pronunciations, and they write them out phonetically, but they don't put it in the accent marks. I know. You need to do <laughs> that. You need that. All right, so how about this one? J-A-C-Q-U-E-M-U-S. You ever heard of that one? Mm, no. One I more mean, time. Yes, I've heard Spell of it, it again? but I don't, know how to, I don't know how to pronounce it. J-A-C-Q-U-E-M-U-S. Jacques Mousse? Yes. Okay. That's it. I didn't go through all of them because I wanted to play on air live. Jacques Mousse. Jacques Mousse. Um, Why don't you forget the Jacques Mousse for a moment? <laughs> Is that how you would say it, Nick? Jacques Mousse. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you forget the Jacques Mousse <laughs> for, for a, a moment? moment. <laughs> uh, so, Jacques Mousse. I'm not familiar with them. Uh, Why don't you forget the Mousse? <laughs> For a moment. Yay, Marissa. <laughs> you got it, Marissa. Casey's not here. Marissa's trying to keep up. It's hard. It There's is. a lot of stuff. Casey knows these sound effects like the back I'm going to take hand. a picture of this page so people can see what you try to do in a split second. Oh, right. Take a picture of this one. Yeah. Right, so, this is good looking. How about this one? Uh, the, guys, the guy? The designer? Let me see. He's not Ooh. on your team, Kathy. Don't worry. Oh, he's not. <laughs> he's oh, openly yeah. gay and married cute. to Maddie and Marco. He yeah. kind of looks like the guy from You. Yeah, a little that bit. That show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, how about this one? M-O-S-C-H-I-N-O. Massimo? M- what? M-O-S-C-H-I-N-O. Oh, Moschino. Moschino. No, and that's not no? how you pronounce it. Moschino. Moschino. Oh. So you got that they would, Who is this whore who mispronounces the name? <laughs> uh, and this one I'm not even going to... Well, I'll spell right. it D-I-O-R. Oh, Dior? Dior, yeah. All right, so those are the most mispronounced fashion brands. The most mispronounced beauty brands. All right. Uh, now this. This is my specialty. Okay. All right. <laughs> L, uh, then the little <laughs> apostrophe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, was I was like, yeah. comma, no. L, what is that? L, L asteroid. Pat in a thousand. We are so yeah, out I, of this realm. L apostrophe O C C I T A N E. The soap place. Well, how do you pronounce it? I don't, I don't know. One more, don't, one more time. The soap place. I'm going to take a crack at it, Preston. L apostrophe. Yeah. O C C I T A N E. No, that's a tough one. <laughs> Loxitan. Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, you got it. Loxitan. Um, uh, C E R A V E. Say it again. C E R A V E. Cerave? I use their soap. Cerave? Uh, oh, Cerave? Cerave. They sell it at Target. Yeah. That's yeah. why I use their soap. Okay. Wow. How about this one? S C H W A R Z. Oh, God. K O P F. Come on. You know this one. You know, Any, you, anybody want to? Swarovski. 
No. No. Schwarzkopf. Oh. Kopf. Schwarzkopf? Kopf is how it ends. Yeah, Kopf. Schwarzkopf. Kopf. Shop the act. Shops. Shots the yak up. Shots the f up. We don't have yak up. That's what we're going for here. It's all right. It works. It's, yeah, we're, it's okay. Well, it's okay with it. We not really happening. don't. Don't worry about it. What do, what do they do? There? I'm not going through it. This is this is it's excruciating. Well, and people don't. I feel like the the uh, and they show the target. The designer brands are. Um, much more popular than some of these. Uh, here's one. La Rouge Posse. Uh, Estee Lauder is yes. mispronounced a lot. What, how, do, how do they say it? I don't know. Okay. Estee uh, Lauder? Yeah, Louder. I would think I would think that. Yeah. That's Cindy Lauper? <laughs> uh, Laneigeu. Uh, I'm saying I'm just going to say these and see yeah. how you guys react. I don't know. Uh, 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 Garlone. Anybody know that one? No. Um, Kathy, how do you you're, spell it? You're, do you, you live in this world a little bit. So no, I can't. I can't use any products with anything in it. I use the, the stuff from Target that has absolutely no ingredients in it. Wow. But still wash really? So you have to have a very regulated cosmetics regimen, yeah, right? I don't. I can't use any of this fancy stuff. Do you use Barbasol. <laughs> no. Glossier. Uh, Marron Glacé. Marron Glacé. <laughs> and uh, Lancôme. Lancôme, oh, yes, yeah. of course. Know that one? Lancôme. <laughs> yeah, Lancôme. <laughs> what about your car? Uh, and Shiseido. Uh, Shiseido? Uh, yeah. S-H-I-S-E-I-D-O. Shiseido. Hmm. I don't know where the accents fall in this because they didn't They, they, they really dropped the ball on that. You need to have those accent, those asteroids. There was some of these stuff, though. There was, uh, I think it was a Swedish um, brand of face soaps and lotions and stuff like that that I was using for a little while. But some of this stuff is so expensive. Oh, yeah. And I I bought it um, at a place in Old City, and so I got it for a decent price. But I remember looking to refill, and I went online, and it was like 200 and something dollars for, like, for... Soap. I was like, I can't. Yeah, I'm not doing this. I can't. Come do on. This. <laughs> I, I, you know, they, I ended up not being able to use it anyway. Like, I, let, I, let me ask you a question. So, yeah. hang on. With the, with the higher end fashion stuff, right. let's say because I we went into we went into the Louis Vuitton store <laughs> one time, and my head nearly spun around when I saw the numbers associated with that. So I couldn't believe. Yeah, a bag, a, a suitcase, any of these things right. cost what they were. Are they for that type of money? Are they incredibly durable? Yeah. Okay. They yeah, would have to be, right? You, if you buy it, that's the thing that if you buy a Louis Vuitton bag or something like that, you're investing in it because it's it's so much damn money, but it's going to last you. I mean, I, I have a bag. I have I have a bag that I have had. I mean. I, I get twenty years, but you only like drag it out once in a great while. Well, so there was a time when no, when I it was my everyday bag, okay. yeah, for sure. Okay, um, but now yes, I'll just pull it out every once in a while. There's a travel for, uh, years ago for an anniversary. I got Claire a Louis Vuitton bag, and that for for travel, and that thing looks like it's brand new, and she's used the hell out of it. So. And you can you can also get them repaired. So if there's like you know if there's something that happens <laughs> to the strap or something like that, you can have it repaired. There's a belt, a belt for five hundred and ninety dollars on yeah. here. A belt. Come on. What does that do? Hold your, your pants, pants up. up. Yeah, but it's also like a whole marketing thing. Like no, I know that. I mean, but shut up. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I know it's, yes, people are going to know it's a, well, it's a Louis Vuitton and, you know, but it's, it's prestige. Than that. It's like you buy it Louis for Button. 
You buy it for a status symbol to prove that you do have the money to do no, that. No, but if no, you, no, 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 no. But yeah, it's just you say, no, you, absolutely not. Let me finish. Not. Let I me have f- a belt. I didn't buy it to, so that people know that I had money to buy it. A Louis Vuitton belt? I have a Gucci belt. I did a not ducky? buy that so that I could come in here and you guys would look at me and go, wow, she had the money to buy a but Gucci belt. But some people do. Some a people, lot of people not, do. Yeah. Maybe. Is yeah. Yeah. anybody going to say anything about my Gucky belt? Marissa and Kathy, can you guys spot a knockoff if you see a Louis Vuitton knockoff bag on the street? I mean, there's really good knockoffs that, no, if you're walking down the street, yeah, sure, there, there are some that are terrible that you could see, but, I mean, there's... Um, They're there's, pretty amazing. Well, but there's specific things, like, especially the... Because they can knock off the outside, but the inside is what they have a problem with, and yeah. that's more so how you can tell. My, my girlfriend will point out knockoffs to me, and I, I can't tell the difference. I have no idea what she's talking about, but she sees them, and, like, I guess sometimes, Kathy, um, the, the way that the... Uh, the the handle is sewn onto the bag. You yeah, can tell the difference, totally. or like the color. Like there are specifics, um, but a man to an, to an untrained eye like mine, to the lay person, oh yeah. My God, I, Steve, I have no idea what any. Well, well, I will tell like, you this: there's they, serial numbers and stuff that come okay. with them. Yes. Too. that's why people who resell their stuff. Um, that's how you can tell. If but Kathy, real. the knockoff market is huge, and if you go up to Manhattan, or used to be the case, Canal Street, walk around, yeah, yeah. see. Oh, wow, look at this Rolex Kia. Oh, dude, I, I, I bought yeah. fake Tag Heuer's there yeah, when, the, yeah. when those watches oh, hit yeah. and they were big. I bought like five of those things. <laughs> if you don't mind my asking, how much were the knockoffs? Oh, like they were $30. Bucks. Yeah, okay. yeah. $30, bucks and, and they would fall apart. Right. Yeah. They would absolutely fall apart. Right, but for you know, a hot minute. But for, if, you know, half a year, it looked great. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how expensive some of this stuff is. All right, anyhow, let me move along. I did notice some other things, and we'll get There's to those. To notice. Mm, there is time is of the essence. Uh, let's see. Scientists at the University of California, Berkeley, found that people are much less willing to help a stranger or donate cash to charity when they're tired. <laughs> what? So even, get away from me. Even losing just an hour of sleep. Leads to a drop in the amount of money that people donate to good causes. So the sleep number bed has made us more generous. That's it. There you go. Adults should get uh, seven to nine hours in bed per night, but three quarters sleep less than they should. I mean, is it really just saying, like, if you're cranky, you're just not... I think that's 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 probably it. That's what I'm taking from this study. and, And I think that it comes down to... Um, you know, you're so beat. It's like I need, I need to recover. I, yeah. I, I need to think about me for a minute. I need my money. Then I'll think about other people. I need yeah. my money. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, as far as just being uh, uh, self care, right? Let, let me right. let me take care of me first, and then once I am uh, once I'm right, then I'm ready to help everybody I don't, out. Uh, like uh, if I'm even if I'm tired, if I'm if I pass somebody who's you know looks like in a bad way and is is asking for money, I'll I'll do that, but. Yeah, I can see that being perhaps the reason, Preston. It's like, I can't think about anybody else right now. Mm-hmm. I just made a poopies. Uh, so the study author, Professor Matthew Walker, said, helping is a core feature of humankind. So this demonstrates that a lack of sleep degrades the fabric of human society itself. Oh, wow, that's big. How, big we op- how we operate as social species seems profoundly dependent on how much sleep we are getting. Uh, the study... In the Journal of uh, PLOS Biology, quizzed people after one night's bad sleep and over a longer period of time and accounted charity donations after the clocks went back. Uh, questioning found people uh, were 7.5% less likely to help a stranger or even a friend when sleep deprived compared to when they were well rested. I wonder if they've ever broken down whether you're more likely to give money to someone. You see somebody who likes hang outside of a uh, place and open the door for you. 
or somebody who's just simply sitting there with a cup or like, um, you know, or the people who actively weave in and out of traffic and, you know, will will hit you up as they walk past your car with the sign. Like when you're getting on the uh, the Ben Franklin Bridge and you come around. You ask them, like, what's the best way to panhandle? What's the best way to panhandle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Who are you most? Yeah, I guess if they do something for you, you're like, okay. I'm... Although I feel bad for the guys at the bridge. I'm always. Do you? Yeah, my, so a girlfriend uh, of mine, she never gives the money, yeah. um, but she specifically, because she tra- she's a, a realtor, so she travels um, Here's a, house. a lot. Snacks? No, no, no. She, so she great. will always have snacks in her car. Oh. She will roll down the window and give them, like, granola bars and stuff like Are that. Are they she, receptive? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather do that because I've also seen the, you know, the stories of enabling people that have drug problems right. and things yeah. like that, or people that are flat-out scamming. Right, they get into their and Mercedes. You, you know, again. yeah, I mean, so... I, I try to think of it i'm doing it for the 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 the, the right like i'm giving and, and and if if i'm being played I, I at least i tried to do it for the right reason and and you're hoping maybe that the percentage works out that that's what the I'm majority hoping. goes to uh, somebody who legitimately needs the help i could be completely wrong but that's the way know. i play it yep so ah, hell ah hell i don't know a study uh a study of by the way three out of four people experienced the drop in helpfulness hmm. so that's pretty crazy a pretty a yeah. significant amount uh, losing just a single hour's sleep when the clocks changed as well uh, was enough to make a whole society less generous with their cash, according to the scientists. So I'll say this, Preston, then, and then if you are, in fact, a panhandler who listens to the show, do that in the morning after people have had a full night's sleep. Ah. You're more likely to find more charitable people. Correct? Well, you're hoping they did. Right. I mean, but, you know, three-quarters of the people don't get a full night's sleep. Uh, MRI scans revealed less activity in parts of the brain called the social cognition network. It's when, a great network. When someone was drained and this made them meaner. Oh, wow. They said we know uh, insufficient sleep affects mood, memory, and decision-making ability, so it can have a big impact on people, obviously. You know, we were talking in the meeting the other day about daylight saving time and, and whether or not it's going away, and Chuck said that he didn't think that it had passed. It did pass. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen any updates since March, because we've talked about mm, it a few times, and uh, I was just looking for it. I, it was I supposed to end next year. Like, yeah. Next, yes. Next November was supposed to be the last one. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Actually, I think when it passed it the, like, the first step it needed to pass. I think there's, there's more that needs. It has to go needs. up in front of Parliament. Well, there's just more that needs to happen for it to actually to be, okay, uh, you know, okay, this is what's happening. Mm, maybe. maybe What's happening? Things. Let's get rerun on it. <laughs> All right. I have something else I noticed, and uh, this right. is from uh, earlier in the week. I didn't get a chance to get to it yet. It was from an article by a gentleman named Raymond Chen. I'm not sure who he is, but he said a colleague of mine shared a story. Uh, from Windows XP product support, a major computer manufacturer discovered that playing the music video yes. for Janet Jackson's song, Rhythm Nation, would crash certain models of laptops. <laughs> what? This Why? is This is true. It would not have, uh, he said, I would not have wanted to be in the laboratory that they must have set up in this investigative uh, process in. Not an artistic judgment. One discovery during the investigation is... That playing the music video also crashed some of the of their computers' laptops, and then they discovered something extremely weird. Playing the music video on one laptop caused a laptop sitting nearby to crash, even though that other laptop wasn't playing the video. Oh my God! What? And Why? it turns out the song contained one of the resonant. It's it contained one of the natural resonant frequencies. For the model of 5,400 RPM laptop hard drives that they and other manufacturers use. The manufacturer worked around the problem by adding a custom filter in the audio pipeline. 
that, I like this song. that detected and removed the offending frequencies during the audio playback. So there's something in this frequency-wise that resonates with the mechanics in the laptop and causes a disturbance. Yeah. And it would cause it to crash, which is kind of weird. I mean, I don't... I guess you can't hear it with human ears yeah. exactly with this frequency or, or, you know, you can't... You can't isolate it in your mind, but... Yeah, it would cause those things to wow. crash. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. But it was it's the truth. But they actually had to use a custom filter in the audio pipeline uh, to fix that thing. Mr. Roboto shuts my uh, toaster off. Oh, my yeah. God. That's got to suck when you're it's making amazing. toast. Yeah. It's the Stallone version. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So so it, when those, when that confluence of events. It's crazy. you just so happen to be making toast <laughs> and Mr. Roboto comes the on. The Stallone version. Then you yeah. are screwed. So I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your toast, sucker. Yeah. Who knew? All right. Uh, let me see. Do I have time to notice one more thing? Maybe just to notice. You notice she has more time to notice. Maybe Marissa? one or two more. One right? more if it's quick. Yeah. One oh, more. She says if it's quick. Our, our next interview. Well, yeah, oh, we have to do the bizarre fall. That's, That's right. right. All right. A quick one. Uh, where's my notice for music? Right there. This Thanks. Is Thank Roboto. you. All right. So more young Americans are smoking marijuana and trying psychedelic drugs than ever before. Uh-huh. A new federally funded health survey released on Monday reveals. The study conducted by the University of Michigan for the National Institutes of Health in uh, Health In, I guess it's called Health In. Yeah, uh, found that 43 percent of adults aged 19 to 30 smoked cannabis at some point last year. A significant jump from 34 percent five years ago and 29 percent in 2011, and the highest recorded since 1988. Well, there's all sorts of levels of accessibility yeah. now, right? I mean, this is not shocking at right, all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can, you know. Go to Jersey. Get all the weed you want. Why not? You know? And blueberries. And blueberries, too. <laughs> and tomatoes and corn. Great produce over there. And lima beans. Yeah. So, daily marijuana. Well, similarly, 29% of young adults uh, reported smoking weed in the prior months compared to 21% in 2016 and 17 in 2011. Daily marijuana use also surged to 11% last year compared to 8% in 2016 and 6 in 2011. Uh, polls also show more public acceptance of cannabis use. Use of psychedelic drugs or hallucinogens have been stable for decades until last year. Uh-huh. 8% of young adults reported past uh, reported past year hallucinogen use, representing an all-time high since the category was first surveyed in 1988. Well, here at uh, the radio station, we have Shrooms Fridays, uh, which are great. <laughs> yeah, it replaced... Um, Red uh, dress town. Uh, Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt Friday, yeah. Uh, the types of psychedelic drugs cited by users include LSD, MDMA, mescaline, peyote, shrooms or psilocybin, and PCP. Is oh, my God. Is that angel dust? That's angel dust. Jeez. Anybody else watching uh, How to Change Your Mind on Netflix? Or no. It's a Michael Pollan series. and You wrote, recommended it. Yeah, he wrote a book about it. And um, I guess in relation to the story you're, you're sharing, Preston, it just sort of normalizes it, for lack of a better term, and, and uh, any of these drugs, although I haven't heard that about PCP. Yeah, dude, when I was a kid, the PCP was like the big, yeah. scary thing. They put yeah, that yeah. in pot. Yeah, yeah, and, laced and, it. Laced yeah. it with pot, and yep. there was an after-school special, if you remember. With Helen Hunt. Yeah. Jumps yeah. out the window. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. Desperate Lives. 
Is that what it was? Caught in the middle? Desperate Lives. Yeah, there was a song to it and everything. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. We it all blew had, my mind. Uh, Stallone was just... <laughs> I was transfixed. Terrified him. Absolutely. I can imagine. I mean, you just, yeah, you're just smoking pot and something put angel dust in it. I need to go back and see clips of that, Nick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what was the one well. that ben, <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. What was the one that Ben Affleck did? Oh, man. That was, was he an alcoholic? That was an after-school special. I was a teenage already. alcoholic? Yeah, something like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's been a few of those. He was on the voyage of the Mimi. What is that? You guys didn't watch that. Oh, Nick, did you watch, or Kathy? No. Uh-uh. Oh, it was uh, this show where it followed these group of kids that were on a boat, and then when I was in grade school, the Mimi came to Penn's Landing. So wow. On it. With Ben Affleck? And Ben Affleck was on it. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. Was he drunk? <laughs> no, he was like As 12. a skunk. Okay. I was going to say, Nick, I thought when you were asking what people were watching, I thought you were going to say euphoria. Oh, well, Because yeah. that's all of these drugs normalized yeah. in high school. Oh, wow. So, still, alcohol remains the most popular substance among adults in the study, uh, though drinking booze has dropped or remained stable over the past decade or so. Huh. Well, 66% of young adults reported alcohol use in the prior 30 days in 2021, a significant decline from 70% recorded in 2016 and 69% in 2011. So, all right, these are a few things that we noticed. And you know, did a good job noticing. Well, thank you, sir. we got to stay on schedule. Appreciate that, Mr. Announcer. No problem. Let's take a break and come back in a second because we got Bizarre file stories that I would like to share with you. And then we're going to roll in our guests on the program. Stay put. We'll be back shortly. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get into the Froggy song and the Bizarre File real quick, I'm going to do a butt plug of a charity event that's yeah, coming up. Absolutely. Uh, and this is uh, the Vargas family is having the Landon Vargas uh, event. It's a, it's uh, for the Landis Far- Landon Vargas uh, Foundation. Uh, a terrible story. Oldest son of uh, Beth and uh, Ariel uh, Var- uh, Vargas. And um, he had uh, passed away. He was nine years old in 2015. <sighs> had a form of cancer. Uh, Alv- I'm, I'm going to mispronounce this, but... Uh, it's uh, alveolar uh, rhabdomyosarcoma cancer. Um, and so, you know, went through like a gazillion hospitals and surgeries and radiation and chemotherapy and all this stuff. And it was just tragic. So they have an event coming up uh, to help others that may be going through this. Right. Or maybe going through any forms of cancer uh, to support. And they have a, a fund for the annual Landon Vargas Memorial Scholarship and a fund research towards the fight against cancer. So it's a nonprofit they have a really cool event that is going to be coming up on September 11th, which is a Sunday this year. It'll be at Bluestone Country Club, uh, and it is. Uh, you can go to the LVF Miles of Smiles 2022.eventbrite.com. That's a mouthful. So we got a link up on Preston and Steve. Much easier. A little easier to do that. Uh, beer, food, wine, live music, raffles, the whole thing. Going to be right. an outdoor patio. So sounds, sounds like a good time. Sounds like a great time. And uh, you'll be helping out uh, for a great cause, obviously. You know, so, uh, you know, other parents don't have to go through this. Yeah. And somebody doesn't have their life cut way, 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 way too short. So uh, happy to pass that along. And you can just go to PrestonAndSteve.com. 
and click on the uh, community page, and you'll be able to find that there. So thank you to the uh, Vargas family for sending that over, and our buddy uh, Giuseppe over at um, Lorenzo's, who got me uh, in touch with them. So um, we will make sure that you can find that info very easily and go to that event, or you can also just donate if you would like to as well. And then a quick shout-out, and then we'll do the B-file. Um, this is says, hey, guys, I was wondering if you could get a shout-out to, uh, I think it's spelled, pronounced Wright's Painting, R-E-I-T-Z, in Westchester, a real wet and juicy shout-out. It says, uh, been with them for a year. Great group of guys. They've been extremely helpful and patient as they teach me a new trade. And I've been a daily li- daily listener since the Y100 days. Uh, you guys and the entire crew keep us going every day. That is from Andrew Francis. So here's a shard out. Thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate that it. That is cool. Learning a new trade. Totally. All right, uh, Marissa, can you please eject the traffic? Uh, yeah, let's do our song because it's Friday. Yeah. Here we go. Let's begin Friday with the B-File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. You can choose any style. Red Robin, tavern double burger with bottomless fries and drink for just $10. Dine in only at participating locations in PA. Red Robin, yum. All right, a... Oh, my... I can't believe I put this story first, but it's a tragic story uh, and a cautionary tale. But a hiker fell off a ledge and to his death Saturday while hiking down Cannon Mountain in New Hampshire, officials said. (laughs) A spokesperson identified the hiker as Brian Cohn of Long Island City, New York. Now, he was in a group of three who actually rode up the mountain tram that they have. Okay. They had planned on touring the summit and then returning to the mountain's base in the tram. However, they changed their minds and they decided to hike down the mountain. Uh, the group, officials said, were not following an established hiking trail. You know, I've heard that statistically more people die on the descent of a mountain than they do on the ascent. Uh, they hiked to a location that was rocky, wet, and steep and near a waterfall. Huh. As the group tried to maneuver their way down, one of the hikers slipped, causing him to fall off a ledge. The Jeez. other two members of the group called 911 for assistance once they realized they could no longer see their companion. That's not good. He was found by first responders at the bottom of the waterfall. And on Friday, a woman died after she fell 100 feet while hiking in the Columbia River Gorge outside of Portland, Oregon. So, And sometimes, you know, it's just... They're just not prepared. They just don't know. They think, oh, this is beautiful. We'll walk down this. Don't have the proper boots on. Don't know the proper, uh, you know, way to do this or where to go. And then they find themselves in trouble. You have to be dialed in. Yes. Dangerous. Scientists in the U.S. who attached tracking devices to invasive pythons in order to observe their behavior have found the gadget instead inside totally different snakes. (laughs) 
The researchers implanted radio transmitters inside baby Burmese pythons, which had been captured from national parks in Florida and then re-released. And when they returned to the forest to find uh, one of the Burmese pythons, they instead found a fully grown pit viper known as a Florida cottonmouth. And what, are they selling them? No. X-rays oh. found the transmitter in the cottonmouth's digestive system, indicating the baby python had ended up being eaten by the bigger snake. Man, it's a brutal world out there. Uh, the X-ray also shows the python's spine within the cottonmouth. Uh, the cottonmouth was kept by the scientists for a week until the transmitter was expelled. The snake was then released back in, Spit that out. into the wild. Uh, when I was a kid, I lived in South Carolina for a while, dude, and cottonmouths were something we had to watch out oh, for. Oh, really? They're, I don't like that. They're deadly. Uh, they're also known as a water moccasin. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, anytime we were, you know, playing around the creek or something like that, you had to watch out for cottonmouths. Do you think yeah. they feel left out and want their own transmitters? Maybe they yeah. do, and that's why they've been going for it. What I didn't know about them is they are a regular eater of other snakes. Like, that's, that's part br- of their diet. Brutal. They this eat brutal. their own kind. Yeah. yeah. About one in five people bitten by cottonmouths will die from venom, which causes uh, necrosis and extreme uh, hemolysis, which is essentially causing your red blood cells to explode. Mm. Did you say one in five? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're very poisonous, man. Wow. Yep. Uh, in North Carolina, two women were arrested on Wednesday after authorities said they made multiple false bomb threats against the Campbell Soup Company. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Uh, Adriana. That's a fine company. Berlin and uh, Montanique Ziegler were arrested by sheriff's office and both charged felony conspiracy and making false report concerning a destructive device. A statement said that the two women disrupted employees in international commerce with their bomb threats against the Campbell Soup Factory. You don't do that to a soup company. Ziegler previously worked for the factory but was terminated for something unrelated to the the alleged bomb threats. Did she make a bomb threat against Tim Tams? Uh, She was sending the threats at the time of her employment, by the way. Uh, That's not how you get promoted. uh, Belim was not an employee of the Campbell Soup Company. uh, The office has been investigating the two women apparently for a while now. If you want to get noticed by... By your boss, phone in a bomb threat. More charges are likely. Okay, a gentleman by the name of Zarko Pajanovic is the lying down champion. <laughs> a champion of literally lying down? Just lying down. Uh, the strange contest takes place in Bresna, Montenegro every year. And Pajanovic won after lying down for 60 hours. Must be some grueling training. And, well... You know what his comment on this was? He goes, it wasn't difficult. He said, I didn't even warm up. (laughs) I didn't warm up. (laughs) Yeah. He said, when company comes to support the competitors, it's fun, but it's the biggest, but the biggest mistake is when somebody's family comes. Will they allow people in comas to participate? Or that's a great idea. Man, give them something to do. It's like, you know, the hustler. Nine people entered the competition, but seven lost by the first day. This uh, meant that uh, Priyanovic and uh, Vuk Kalyanizic had to battle it out while lying down. (laughs) Did I say while lying down? While lying down. (laughs) While while lying down. Uh, The winner received about $350 and a vacation experience as well. So you also have to have the time (laughs) free to do that. Uh Uh-huh. Long-time Cal- oh, this is a very strange story, and I'm interested to find out what happened. Uh, a longtime California musician and his wife were found dead on a desert road in the middle of the Mojave Desert. Uh, the bodies of Larry and Betty Petrie were discovered Sunday afternoon east of California City. Petrie's body was in the driver's seat, while Betty 
was found outside the couple's car, leaning against a rear tire. The sheriff's office does not suspect criminal activity played a factor in the couple's death. And I was thinking, well, maybe it was a joint suicide thing or something like that. They've been married for 60 years. They're believed to have just run out of gas. And and they were stranded in the Mojave Desert. Uh, So... Larry Petrie, by the way, he was 88 years old. He just performed with the band called the Soda Crackers in the Bakersfield Music Hall of Fame Benefit Concert. Uh, he was a beloved musician of the Bakersfield Sound Era of the 1950s and played pedal steel guitar. That's why you always have those uh, those bug-out kits in your car. Uh, the sheriff's office said that it will release the Petrie's cause of death at a later date. But that was, oh, man, just that's a terrible story. Yeah, you always have food in your car, don't you? Uh, yeah, I always keep yeah. some beef jerky yeah. in there, believe it or not. I keep a full deli selection. Uh, something that, uh, that won't go bad for a year or two. So, I right. keep raw chicken. Uh, that's a great Tasty. idea, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break and let's give away some Bud Light Seltzer. We'll take caller number 19, 215-263-WMMR. You have to be at least uh, 21 years of age. And uh, we will set you up with this case of the variety pack, refreshing fruit flavors like watermelon, tangerine, mango, and black cherry. It's 100% seltzer with no beer included. You can try the loudest flavors ever today. 215 263 WMMR. We were going to take a break, but I need to see if this call's legit. We, we or have not. to, yeah. All right, Marissa, do you have the audio? Yeah, well, this is I'm this comes on a bad day when we don't have Casey here. Go ahead. Well, I'm looking for his. Go ahead. Sucking on a chili dog. Yeah. Sucking on a chili dog. All right, so that's just the, you know, we've played it a ton Countless of times, times now. Yeah. The guy that sang that's on the phone. Really? Well, that's what it says here. All right. Uh, let me go to him. Uh, hi, is this Tom? This is Tom. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you really the Tom suck- McGovern? Are you the sucking on a chili dog guy? I swear to God, <laughs> I can't even tell you, dude, how many people have messaged me saying, President Steve is a chili dog, you gotta call it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we love your song. It guys. is. Listen, I think Casey, our, our executive producer, Saw it like last yeah. year or something like that, and he played it for me, and we were just sitting here just cracking up. Yeah. In the studio, and I don't know why we never really thought to play it on yeah. the air. And then something came up we, about we were well, talking about hot dogs a couple weeks ago. Was it the Nathan's hot dog contest yeah, and, or yeah, something? Yeah. And I pulled up the video, and you and Casey and I started laughing at it again a year yeah. or so later. And Casey was like, "I'm so glad you brought it back up." And so for the last two or three weeks, <laughs> we've been pounding we've been a lot. <laughs> yes, and, and, and so now there's like a running bet as to how long into the show will it take before sucking on a chili dog is aired. Oh we said God. it twice today. <laughs> yeah. Tom, how long ago did you record that? So that was uh, that was like peak pandemic. I want to say that was yeah. summertime 2020. It must have been like June or July 2020. All right, All right. and what gave you the idea? <laughs> the idea to do that. <laughs> So I was playing, I was actually playing video games online with a bunch of buddies. I live in L.A. now, but I school in Philly, so I have a bunch of buddies that are still in Philly. So we play online to stay in touch. We we're playing Screwing around. Can't drop the F-bomb, bud. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. It's okay, okay. All right, so you and a couple of buddies were messing around. Yeah, yeah. we were messing around, uh, and he just started saying we were singing the bit. And he was like, you know, it'd be really funny if you replaced all the words with sucking on a chili dog. I, it just made me crack up. And yeah. at the time, I had nothing to do. I make these videos for fun anyway. So I, the next day, I just got into the, I was living with my girlfriend's family at the time. I stepped into that little recording closet area and I just recorded it. And then it took off, man. I can't believe it. Well, you know what? what the funny thing is, Tom, is that I think everyone, even on the initial hearing of the song, we wondered why he would phrase it as 
sucking on a chili dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's why it's something that always occurred to me. I think even the, 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 the biggest John Mellencamp fan, and you just capitalized on it. Exactly. Yeah. It was always such a strange lyric to begin with, so why not just repeat it a hundred times? <laughs> right, yeah. Tom, where are you from originally? I grew up in central Jersey. Did you go to school in, uh, high school in Allentown, New Jersey? I did go to Allentown, New Jersey, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, uh, our listeners are so quick. Somebody just texted that in, and so you, you have fans here in Philly <laughs> who knew you growing up in Allentown, New Jersey. That is crazy. That's so funny, man. Have, have there been, Tom, any follow-ups? Are there any other riffs or things that uh, you could send our way? Because certainly we've been, this is this is your Tommy. This is your your yeah. rock opera. <laughs> this is the magnum opus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> this is my Sergeant Peppers. Yeah. Uh, there's not really anything else like this, but this is just kind of like a one-off dumb thing. Again, I make these short-form dumb videos just for fun, yeah. TikTok and Instagram and stuff. But you know, if I have a dumb idea, I'll, I'll make one. Absolutely, nothing quite like that. Yeah. We'll, give, we'll give you a platform. You're in LA now, yes, Tom. I'm in L.A. now, but ironically, the reason that I'm up uh, this early L.A. time, I'm flying into Philly tonight to play a show with my comedy band in Philly on Saturday. Oh. Oh. Where are you guys playing? We're playing at City Winery yeah. right in, uh, in Center City. They're playing at the Loft. We're called Wolves of Glendale. We have a, a couple <laughs> East Coast shows coming up. Okay. How long are you in town? Just that night, unfortunately. We'll oh. we get them in 26. It's actually my. It's going to be a fun weekend, man. It's my thirtieth birthday on the twenty seventh, and then we're also playing City Winery that night, so it'll be a, a nice little celebration. Wow! You know, because we got to get you in. We got to get you in. I was thinking like the camp out for hunger yeah. or the Christmas miracle broadcast. We have Tom coming to a live version of. It. We're going to have to do that. I mean, yeah, oh, man, blow it out. That would be an honor. Yeah, that would be a high honor of my hey, life. Hey, are you? Are you? Were you familiar with us uh, at all, or did people tell you about us? I always knew about Preston and Steve. It's been like a staple because you know I grew up in, on the East Coast. I went to yeah. Temple. I was in Philly for a while, but okay. I never really listened to the radio. To be honest, okay. sure. That's so it's just a bunch of people sending me the clip. <laughs> That's, That's so great. Funny. All right, so Tom, next month the plan is for uh, Casey, who's not here today, sadly, to drive to Los Angeles. I think you guys need to suck on a chili dog in L.A. together. That's a good idea. Um, maybe at that uh, Pink's Dogs or something like that. So um, can we, how do we, um, can you email me? It's just nick at WMMR.com because I'd love to keep in touch with you. That's perfect, man. I'll shoot you an email when we hang up. All right. All right. How about that, huh? That's great. And by the way, you need to get a shirt. Tom, there's a shirt we saw. It's a, it's a picture of, <laughs> it's a picture of John Mellencamp and it says, Whatever you do, do not sell this man a chili dog. And it says Tasty Freeze Management underneath that. It's a good one. I yeah. that's a good one. Uh, that's great. All right. Well, listen. So your, your gig is tomorrow night at City Winery? That's correct. All right. People, go see the chili dog yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, all right, Tom. We'll be in touch. All right, man? Cool, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you. the call. I appreciate it. Here's what we need. Yeah. Camp out for hunger. Full tent sing along. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is my favorite part here. Chili dog. Chili dog. on the dog. On a chili dog. I chili. agree. Suck it a big sing along. Yeah. On a chili 
and chili dogs for everyone. Ah, there we go. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on. Oh, my God. All right. We got to take a break now, but that was a nice little surprise. That was great, yeah. Uh, and you know what else is a great surprise? Lunell will be here. We love her. Yep, she's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. We'll be right back. Stay with us. By the way, I'm going to call it football because I don't want to get stabbed when no. I get back over the wheel. Understood. That's Philly's own Rob Mahoney, proud new owner of Wrexham AFC. Checking in about his brand new docuseries, Welcome to Wrexham, premiering on FX. He shared some interesting insights about what fans of the team had to say. One in particular caught our attention. It was from Mr. Ted Lasso himself, Jason Sudeikis. Listen to the interview now on PrestonandSteve.com. We love having our next guest here. She's wonderful, and she is going to be appearing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Two shows tonight and tomorrow, one show on Sunday. Tickets available at heliumcomedy.com. Please welcome Lunell yeah. to the show. Yeah, baby. Good morning. <laughs> welcome back to Philly. Thank you. What's up, Philly? Y'all had me here. rocking out in here a minute ago. Oh, yeah. I'm a broke my neck. <laughs> Head banging and all. Yeah. yeah. I love the whole outfit. Everything. Are about you ready? The nails, the glasses, the shine. Oh. I saw the shoes. <laughs> like, what? Are those Gucci Crocs? They are. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I would wear Crocs. Oh, that's oh the best. I think they make your feet look like Mickey Mouse feet. Yeah. If you don't have some embellishment, you know. You're right. You're exactly Those right. Glasses are awesome. Also Gucci. Are they? They are. Oh, that's beautiful. So wow. who did who did the sh- the shirt? The the the, the artwork? This is me. Yeah, I, I know Clearly. that. Who, who you commissioned someone to I do, do. that? Yeah, I sell these on my website, alunel.com. I need one. They're being made right now. Only Hell, I'd wear one. I know. Steve, let's get them. I'd wear one. They're Swarovski crystals too. They're not rhinestones because rhinestones fall off in your car. <laughs> oh my God! Like this piece of the desk just did. That's all. Right. That's Don't worry right. about it. Yeah, this whole studio's falling apart. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, but I'm uh, my middle name is Sue. Fall apart on me if you want to. Goodness. So how's everybody been? What's good back here post Corona? Yay! Yeah, yeah. No outside. Yeah, I got to tell you, my we we, my wife and I love the show Hacks, and every time you come on that the show, if, if you. Uh, you you have there's sort of a side um, uh, plot line that you're yeah. involved with, with and, and it's just hilarious. And you're just one of those people. I just turned to her and said, "This this woman is just naturally funny when you're on screen. It's just hilarious, isn't it? A gift. Yeah. I tell you, uh, thank you. First of all, hacks on HBO Max for those who are not hip starring Gene Smart. Yeah, and um, the, the, my scene partner. Is Angela Gibb? That yeah. is the daughter of Marla Gibb. Gibb. Really? Oh, that's Marla's wow. daughter. Okay. Yeah. And then we've done like five projects together. She did Black Jesus. We did uh, Think Like a Man One and Two. And they didn't know that we knew each other. You guys worked together and they cast so well. Us yeah. And we were like, girl, girl, girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. Preston, their 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 dynamic is so great on the show, and they're just. Like the the go to, you know, when they the show is hilarious in it its is. entirety. But yeah, wow, it's very cool. Thank you so much. It yeah. is. It was nominated for like nineteen Emmys first season. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's on and won like nine or ten of them. And um, uh, it's in the second we, uh, second season's running now. I did one episode the first season. I did four episodes this season, 
And I'm sure that third season's coming up next. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, I'm it, waiting for a call. <laughs> it feels it feels so um, it feels accurate to the lifestyle. I think she's kind of a Joan Rivers esque character. Course. Yeah. Do they ever? Cons- you're, you've been in the business for years. Do they ever consult you on any uh, take on on the industry and 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 what the, you know what the accuracy level is of what they're doing? No, they don't consult with me, but they could have because yeah. actually I had two residencies in Las Vegas. I was at the SLS. Hotel and Casino, right. along with Eddie Griffin and Monique. Wow. I think Eddie did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monique did Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I did Sundays at 10 o'clock. Then I went over to the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club Sundays at 10 o'clock. And you would think that that would be a hard sell Sundays at 10. Sundays at 10 in <laughs> Vegas is like Saturday night every place else. It's true. Yeah, so I, that wasn't a hard sell at all. We were killing it over there. And then... March 15th, of course, the day the music died. That's when they shut down everything in Vegas. So yeah, yeah. My residency. Are, did you, do you, does Vegas work for you? Because I'm, I'm good in Vegas for about three or four days, and then it's like, I think you, you got to leave. In and out. Really? That's the way to do Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But in there. And then get your butt out. <laughs> because if you stay an extra day, yeah. that's when it all crumbles. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to go to Vegas for the weekend with my girls, and you meet a guy, yeah. and you say, I'm going to stay one more day. Oh, my God. You know, when, whenever I've gone to Vegas, it's always really fun watching the people flying into Vegas and Honey, then watching people fly. I home. have material about that. Everybody on the plane going to Vegas is like, Vegas! Yeah! Are we getting married? Oh, I said, the flight out of Vegas is a tomb. (laughs) The country can't find my wedding ring. (laughs) And uh, uh, Vegas is, is, but I feel like Atlantic City is like that for East Coasters. Yeah, yeah. But not to the the insanity level of Vegas. Vegas is, you know. Vegas. When yeah. I went to Vegas, I, I when I, the day I left, I went to the airport early. I was like, I, get I'm me out. out here. I need I'm to get out. out. I met a guy and got married in three months in Vegas. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> did you do that? Did you do the tiny wedding chapel thing? Uh huh. Uh huh. I think it was two hundred forty nine dollars. Okay. <laughs> All inclusive. You get a VHS tape. Yes. Oh, and your life. And I think uh, they give you, I don't know, some cookies or something. Like <laughs> chips or something like that. Did you see the latest thing, though, that they, they've, they've stopped and they're trying to put the clamp on oh, Elvis yeah. impersonators in Vegas? That they're trying to stop the, the classic Elvis impersonators? Yeah. Or Priscilla. Uh, right. oh, she swears she's Priscilla. Not. Yeah. Before there was. Before there was Chris Jenner, yeah, there was Priscilla Presley. <laughs> that Priscilla, she's a boss, yeah. and I don't blame her yeah. because I think that doing Fat Elvis is just a terrible reminder. That's not what we want to remember. We want hot Vic, uh, Elvis, hot Elvis you know? yeah, hot Elvis. You know, black leather. Uh, acoustic Elvis. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Oh my God! Yeah, oh. did you see the movie? Then I, the, the oh, the, the latest the, 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 the movie. I haven't, yeah, but I'm wanna... trying to. I, I don't see nothing until I'm strapped on a plane. But I, because <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> I don't have time. But I do want to see that. I'm fascinated. Both Preston and I are fascinated with... Um, there's a great documentary came out years ago. This is Elvis. Any of the footage, uh, you're right, of him performing in in Hawaii. The, uh, Memphis Mafia. Yeah, I yeah. love them good old boys. Yeah. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I love. Uh, uh, he was just so bossy. Now, of course, they always talk about Elvis. Oh, he stole the style. Yeah. You know, yeah, he did. And next, yeah, so, yeah. so did Britney Spears. You know what I mean? Yeah. That well, I don't care about that part. The political part, I don't care about. I care about the bravado. Have you been to Graceland? Yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> and I also watch this other thing on YouTube. This guy, he uh, he talks to this chick who's like a Elvis um, aficionado. Okay. She works there and everything. And she'll show you little tidbits like in this drawer, Lisa Marie carved her name. In this drawer in the kitchen. Wow. Don't touch. On this stove <laughs> is where they made the peanut butter and banana stuff. Don't touch me. You know, I'm trying to go upstairs. We were, yeah. talking, we were talking off air about Prince, and uh, I have been to Graceland. I have not been to Paisley Park yet. I really right. want to go. I'm going to make that pil- pilgrimage to Mecca. Yeah. Believe me. So yeah, for those you, who aren't, aren't familiar with it, uh, Lunell has a the uh, uh, the Prince symbol uh, tattooed yeah. on her hand. She's yeah. a mega, mega, mega fan. Yeah. So does I Prince am. rank higher than Elvis for you? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Now. No, well, Pr- Prince Pr- wrote, Elvis Prince played wrote everything. One, no, two instruments, maybe a little piano, maybe guitar. Yeah. Prince played like 30, yeah. including like a flute or yeah. triangle. <laughs> I mean, he played everything. So, yeah, for sure. I've, I've seen some pictures of the inside. I know that they've had some events there. You know, even before uh, Prince had passed, they, right. it, was, it was, you know, a place that you could rent out for events. It looks Pretty cool. I'm dying to see what that looks like. I mean, it's because the outside is kind of strange looking. Well, yeah, the outside looks sort of like warehouse like weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. looks like Scientologists. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. temples. Yeah, right. Yeah, but um, yeah, inside. I mean, uh, first of all, I found out stuff like he didn't just live there. He did have living quarters there, but he had other houses in Minneapolis as well, or yeah. whatever that place is called. Whatever that place is called, and um. You know, I just need to get in there and feel his vibe. Mm. You know, you can't see the elevator, I heard. Maybe because Savage can't go by it, you know. Yeah, like yeah. And you can't, once again, get upstairs. Why does everybody keep it upstairs? <laughs> Why can't we go upstairs? I can't go upstairs to Graceland. I tried to pull the, the race car to Graceland, too, because it was a sister that was help garden. You know, they yeah, got yeah. a red rope. I'm like, come on, sis. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I can't. $20. <laughs> I can't. They got cameras that sensitive. What if I come back after? I was kidding. I couldn't get upstairs. At all. Man, you were working it. Is there is there an era of Prince that you like? Do you like the uh, the the new uh, the new power generation or the, uh, the the time or not the time the the revolution or is there anything you you prefer? I'm very Purple Rain era. Yeah. that's when I got crazy. Yeah, but I liked him before. He, I liked him when Soft and Wet came out, that yeah. first song he ever did. I liked that. And then I was like, who's this boy with this afro? And then I said, who's this boy with these heels? You know, Prince is amazing in as much as he can wear mascara and high heels and still steal your girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like right from up under you. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe true. you too, depending. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it was the heels that were supposedly his downfall because it gave him that really bad back problem. Yeah, jumping and then he off got the speakers the... Yeah. and all that hip. It was his hip. It was his hip, okay. And But see, I also am a conspiracy theorist, and I know 
that prince was pretty healthy and health nut in that way and didn't do this and didn't do that and didn't drink alcohol and all that kind of stuff. And I really think that somebody put fentanyl in his bottle. You think he has I don't spikes? Think, yes, I think that somebody switched the medication. He was, well, he was, he was Jehovah's Witness, right, at the right, end. yeah. He, Larry Graham uh, right. got him into that. I just never thought about the, the similarities of uh, he and Elvis it's, both it's had a huge, uh, yeah. oh, uh, and a it, prescription uh, oh, yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. You know what that that time and though, Michael. Yeah, and Michael. Yeah, mm-hmm. of that of that um, those, and that's the fascinating thing. I think if you cannot appreciate even like on, on the Michael Jackson level, that was that 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 movie where he was training for the O two. You know, oh, yeah. this is it. This yeah, is this it. Is it. I don't care, you know, whatever level you put him at, to see him rehearse that way in that movie and see what he could pull on as as far as his abilities, it was astonishing. Uh, the other um, two things about that for me was my, my daughter is a dancer. She dances with, you know, this is artist named Coyle Ray. She's been out with Coyle Ray, and she's um, just went to Amsterdam, and she went to um, Portugal and Dublin, Ireland, and Montreal and Toronto. So my daughter is a dancer. If you remember, the anticipation that the dancers had at the yeah. audition and the ones that got picked, and they was rehearsing and they had fittings and they was getting ready to go. They had given up on their apartment. They were having goodbye parties, saying bye to their mom. They was ready to go in three days. In three days yeah. before their life was to change right. with the biggest star in the world. He died. The devastation for those dancers and everybody, it touched my soul. Also, Rolling Stone magazine, you better do a retraction right now talking about who is that boy from One Direction or whatever. Oh, Oh, Harry Styles (laughs) is the king of pop. Excuse me. Michael Jackson is forever the king of pop because you know, pot has to be universal to everybody. I guarantee you, I live in the Crenshaw district. Don't nobody know who Harry Styles is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's amazing no, stuff. No, they got to retract that. They No. Do you remember, though, for a while there was that when Prince came on the scene? Like, it always happens. Like, with the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. And oh, like he and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. and yeah. the Jackson yeah. Five. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was that. That was the, the cow kind of... sills and the silvers. <laughs> cow sills. Yeah, old I am. <laughs> I remember the cow sills. <laughs> yeah, they were the basis. Like the well, no, it was the Franco Michael family. And Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but that was the big, the big thing. But it's just two, two different styles. Did you ever get to meet? You ever get to meet Prince or no? If I had met Prince, I would be dead by now. So, <laughs> luckily, I did not. Yeah, I would stroke out. <laughs> the minute he touched my hand. And you know what? It, you... I would die from a massive orgasm. <laughs> I'd be drained. Not a heart attack. I'd be dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. I'd be a little dried through. <laughs> All the fluid would have escaped my body. I, tell you what, I would love to read that obituary, though. Here <laughs> lies the puddle where the male <laughs> once was done. Oh. I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd just be like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 all, uh, all the liquid, all the moisture, <laughs> gone, <laughs> vaporized <laughs> on site. Oh my God, that's priceless. Yeah. So wow. anyway, guys and gals out there, I'm at Helium Comedy Club yes. this weekend, starting tonight. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow, and I'm spitting game on Sunday as well. I have. Hilarious new material. You're always um, great. And I, I want to also say that, luckily for me, 
my friend Dave Chappelle is going to be uh, producing my Netflix special, my oh. first one. Okay. And we should be shooting at the... Um, in the first quarter of next year, my nails, I'm actually on nail strike because, you know, I usually have my yeah. nails. I'm on nail. They're so cute, though. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. But um, I'm on nail strike because I said, I'm, uh, when you see when my, when my you see the nails come back, like for my people who watch on Instagram and stuff, yeah. they watch me like, when you see the nails, you know it's getting ready to go down. Okay. So okay. I'm on okay. nail strike. This is where everybody can watch in eager anticipation and watch my hands. Okay. And then I just, speaking of icons, I just finished nine and a half months on the road with the great Cat Williams. Wow. Doing nothing but arenas and arenas and arenas. Jeez, and arenas. wow. When, when, that's what blows me is like one guy... You know, these one guys that can pack in arenas like that, and there's not one female that can do that? Yeah. Well, you're talking to her. They just <laughs> got to give me a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd if love they to put the that. machine behind me, yeah. you know, that they get behind them as well, you know, lots. Of, well, well, Kat, it's not a machine. For Kat, it's just him. Yeah. You know, he pulls them. And people love him, yeah. and they want to see him. And what's he wearing? And what's he got to say? And now that we don't have Paul Mooney anymore, you know, we have to look for truth tellers like Cat and Chappelle. Obviously, and has Chappelle, the same power. He does it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty amazing. Do you know where you want to? What city you want to do your Netflix special? Yeah, in of course, I wanted to do it in Oakland, where okay. I was, where I was, where I learned all my tricks at. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, right, nice. Yeah, I want to do it in Oakland, and. um you know, hopefully, I mean, I'm ready to do it tonight. We can take t- tape it tonight. So I stay ready. I'm not nervous about it. I probably will be then. Mm. Yeah. What's up with uh, TV and movies and stuff like that? Anything coming up? Well, I just finished uh, taping a show for Hulu called Tiny Beautiful Things. It hasn't come out yet, but when it does, sounds, you know, real hokey. But it's not uh, <laughs> if I'm involved in it, you know. And so I did that. And um, what about All Star Weekend? I keep hearing things about this this movie. And and uh, is it is it is it re- getting released? Or it's Jamie Fox, Snoop Dogg, Robert Downey Jr., Gerard Butler, all these people. What's the status of that? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't know. I got a lot of stuff in the can that may never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, the nature of the business. You do these things, and then you move on. You wait for them to be produced and you know cut uh, together or and not. released, the and check. then it doesn't happen. Get, sometimes. get the check. Get the check. Get the check. Well, look at the Batgirl movie. They they just did this whole movie. It's ninety million dollar movie. They're not they're, they're not going to release it. They're going to destroy all the copies of it. All I want to do is get myself a big bowl of popcorn, start, and go back and watch the original Top Gun and watch this new Top Gun. Oh, you haven't seen the new one? I haven't seen the new one because I refuse to watch the new one because I want to go back. You know, when the last time you sat down and watched Top Gun? 20 years ago. So I want to go back and watch the original first and then see the new one. Let me tell you what. The the uh, Top Gun Maverick is so good. It is it is a perfect continuation. There are all sorts of nods to the original. It makes the original seem better. That's why. That's why yeah. I want to. Oh wow! I have heard nothing. Yeah. But good stuff about that. Really, Steve? I think you and I agree on this. That Top Gun Maverick is actually a better overall movie. Yeah. Top Gun the original is fun but cheesy. Right. This one it's just it's a great. Okay, movie. but if we had cheesy twenty five years ago, sure, yeah. Yeah. thirty it's a years age. ago, it's, and, they, it's an and by the way, they 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 are loving. They they have your your beach scene, your beach. Yeah. They have all the stuff you want in it. 
And then, oh my God! And Val Val <laughs> Kilmer, they get him in there, even though he had, you know, he has throat issues. cancer. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's amazing, really. And that's it, really it cool. just surpassed Titanic as the uh, was the sixth highest grossing movie of all time. Well, I'm responsible for that. <laughs> I probably watched Titanic 250 times. <laughs> that's your favorite Jack, movie, Jack, Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack, Jack. I said, how many times? I know. They got to edit. Uh, that's together. a that's a trivia question. How many times? How many Jacks? Does Kate Winslet say Jack's name in the movie Titanic? Hundred. <laughs> Jack, Jack. We need to edit that together. I love yeah, it. do that. And shout out to Leonardo. We'll do. Yeah, I, I met him once. Oh, where? How was that? Because I hosted a charity event in Miami. Yeah, and it was for Core, which um, Salil Moonfry, remember Punky Brewster? Yeah, yeah. Is my friend, and she asked me to host the thing. And Sean Penn was the co-host. Wow. It was me, Sean Penn. I never met him. He liked me. Told me to do my thing because we're kind of stuffy. <laughs> but um, not my crowd, you know, the charity yeah. event crowd, not my crowd. Right, right. But um, it was there, and, and I met Leonardo there that day. Now, we were talking we were talking out there with Meredith yeah. about who's short and who's tall. Leonardo is tall. Is really? he? Oh, really? He's tall. Surprise. I mean, I'm a lot of them are short. Too. Yeah. He, Leonardo's a big boy. I never knew that. I thought he was a shorty, but yeah. he's not short. But I'm short, and he can still be short. And be taller than me. Right. So I don't know. And Mark Anthony was there too. Wow. And hey, J Lo, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about her and Ben? What up? So Boy. what do you think about that? Uh, I think that J Lo needs to learn how to be by herself <laughs> a little bit. Love yourself, Jay. <laughs> and I think um, uh, J Lo has a collection of engagement rings yeah. to rival Elizabeth Taylor. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I think that Ben Affleck is a total puss for doing this humongous. She didn't even have two weeks off. She jumped right off A-Rod's lap and jumped right back into Ben's lap. I said, dang, girl, you ain't like mourning the relationship. I know the kids are like, what? Wait, wait, what? What? Anger? Daddy, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to put a uh, a timeline on that, or? Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay. Six months. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, I think this one's gonna go. Uh, it better go. I mean, they had a three day blowout. How embarrassing, right? And everybody forgets about poor Chris Judd. Remember little Chris yeah. Judd? Yes. Is he the dancer? Yeah, the dancer. The backup dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that backup dancer action must be good. Well, Kevin Federline was a backup dancer for That's Britney what Spears. I'm yeah. <laughs> I need backup dancers. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> give me some backup backup dancers. That's what I'm missing. I need a whole stable of them. So uh, the internet tells us how many times Rose says Jack. You want to know? Yeah. Okay, how many times? You guys want to guess? Like, okay, a, for, real guess. Guess. for real guess. For real guess. I saw it. It's much lower than you're going to think it is. Yeah. I was going to say... 213 times. <laughs> 22. You want to give it, Kathy? Uh, it, uh, I, I pulled oh. it up. It's in, it's like 80. You pulled it up? It's yeah, well, you cheated. <laughs> I looked when you said it. That's why I didn't do uh, it. But well, you can't play. No, you can't play. 80 times. It right. is a lot, but I, I thought I it was going to be I said 213. I thought it was 80 when she was on the door in the ocean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, how many? Only 80. Only 80? Okay. She oh. does call him Mr. Dawson a few, a few times. It doesn't count that, All but right. Jack, only 80. 
That's, uh, that's and Jack says like Rose that. 50 times. Wow. He looks like he's 11 in that movie. You also want to know what would happen if Leonardo DiCaprio said my name 50 times? <laughs> Yet another puddle. <laughs> oh. That's, that is power. Does he just have that? Because I, I, I used to hate him early on in the career. I'm like, this guy Gilbert is so annoying. Grant, you hated him? And then... <laughs> How could you? He was so oh, He was amazing. And then, oh like, but then once I start to see the movies roll out, I'm like, well, you can't argue with the dude is great. And now... now I love him, and I love one of my favorite movies now of all time is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, just so yeah. good. Well, you know, and I also respect him because, and I, I have very stiff views about this. I don't know if I'm going to get into him now. Yeah. But um, I heard that when he did Django, yeah. that he really had a hard time saying the N-word. It bothered him. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I've never heard nobody say that. Yeah. I think that sometimes people get these roles and have to play these roles, they're glad to get a chance to play the role because they can say it out loud with no repercussion mm. under the guise of it's part of my character. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Sorry, not sorry. No. Well, yeah. No, you, you you go with what you feel. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. But yeah, he that movie is is, is another... another oh, it's outstanding. Uh, I think Tarantino's stuff is pretty amazing. Who, who, had, who had the absolute... Biggest star aura of anyone you've ever met where you just said, that's what a star is. That I performed with? Yeah, that you met. Oh, just met. met. I'm going to do with who I performed with. Okay. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Ah, Murphy. That makes sense. Yeah. Eddie. And then Sandler after that. Eddie Eddie uh, is a huge fan of Elvis Presley. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So he thought he was Elvis Presley yeah. when he did Raw or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love the suit. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that the other day. Mm-hmm. I just did that as a trivia the other day. <laughs> and then Adam in a different way. You know, Adam's not... See, Eddie's got that cool factor. Like, when he comes in the room, yeah. the molecules change, and you're like, what just happened? Oh, Eddie's in the room. Right. Adam can slide in the room, and you won't know he's there. Okay. <laughs> but... <clears throat> He's, you know, multi-millionaire. Yeah. And, like, he plays basketball with the guys in between takes and all that kind of He's, he's an everyman. Guy, guy. Yeah. I, no, think the I last agree. Time, last time you were here, Linnell, you were, uh, right after you left here, you were going to Atlanta for coming to America. Is that right? And, yeah. And, and uh, what was that experience like, playing, you know, being with Eddie again on set? Well, first of all, everybody can, you know. Kiss my booty about that one. Ha ha. I did two Eddie Murphy movies back to back. Same year. Ha ha ha. But um, other than that, it was one of the greatest experiences I've had making film because of the blackness of it all. I'm just yeah. going to keep it 100. It was Tyler Perry's studio. He had just bought that. That was a Confederate Army base before right. he bought it. And then the sound stages that you had to pass to go to work, you know, look at how many movies Halle Berry's made for Hollywood. You think they're going to put her name on the soundstage? Look at all the movies Cecily Tyson has made for Hollywood. Has anybody put her name on a soundstage? No. But you go to work and here's, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey soundstage, Sidney Poitier, Otzi Davis and Ruby Dee. You know, it's just the pride 
coming to work. And then, then the wardrobe, everybody in this dressed like Zamunda, mm. you know, and his colors <laughs> and peacocks and all this kind of stuff. And then um, the person who did the wardrobe, Ruth Carter, is the first black woman to win the Oscar for wardrobe in wow. the history of the world. So we got to work with her. She's my friend. I got her phone number. And then you got the people who were in the movie before. You got John Amos and you have mm. Shari Hadley and, you know, uh, Wesley. So on. Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> Both in Dolomite and Coming to America, Wesley killed it, killed it, killed it. And, you know, then you got the new people. You got Rick Ross. Me yeah. and my daughter is even in that movie. She danced behind Tiana Taylor, ah. and so it was just like I mean, I was just I was work, at work before the caterers got there. I was yeah. at work every day early. Yeah, Linnell, we haven't opened the trailer. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I can understand I'll that. Wait. That must have been really cool it and was. overwhelming. Good It'd be you. like if you did. A movie about Woodstock, but you had all the real people there. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a great perspective. Yeah, yeah. Nice. you would lose your mind. All right. Well, listen, we got to wrap up. It is so great to see you back here in Philadelphia. Like I told him, better to be seen than viewed. Thank you. That's great And once again, everybody, hey, you can follow me on Instagram and tell me that you heard me on 93.3. WM, what is it? WMMR. Right, Preston and Steve Show. Hit me on my Instagram and tell me that you heard me on here, and I will write you back. And I got the two shows at Helium tonight, two shows at Helium tomorrow, and one show at Helium on Sunday. Awesome. I'm glad to be back in Philly, dog. And I'm looking for a good black people breakfast place. I don't play about my breakfast. What about Chef Soul? Yes. We'll talk to you about this. Yeah, because I'm going to go eat and drum up a little biz. Let the people know. Honeysuckle Provisions. Check it out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Honeysuckle Provisions. Well, I can't say that because my mind goes all... What am I sucking? Honey. What? That's a new one. Okay, well, guys, thank you. HeliumComedy.com to get your tickets. Lunell, we love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, guys. Pew, pew, pew. Lunell, guys, is here for We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Michael Yo will be on when we return. When? In a minute. Now he's going to be on Zoom. Students across the Delaware Valley are ready to resume their educational pursuits. At 93.3 WMMR, we're still trying to get the alphabet right. It's MMR's Back to School A to Z, our annual remedial romp through thousands of different songs. Alphabetically by title, amounts to roughly two weeks worth of no-repeat hits, album cuts, and some app you've never heard. Join Professor Jackie Bam Bam as he starts the rock and roll call next Thursday at 7 p.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR. Everything, and we mean everything, that rocks. As uh, Lunell, our last guest, was leaving, we mentioned our next guest was going to be going on, and I think there's a puddle in the seat. <laughs> there she was. She yes. was, I think, talking to him. I, I think yeah. so, too. All right, he's on to talk about his show, Amber Brown, streaming now on Apple TV. He's a good friend. Please welcome Michael Yo! Yes. Yes. What's up, fellas? How you doing, Michael? 
Man, I am so blessed. Uh, I'm. I, it's 6 a.m. over here, but I feel great. I feel <laughs> great, you know? <laughs> so did Lunell get to chat with you via Zoom a moment ago? Oh, my goodness. I mean, she is so amazing. Oh, and bad. finally, finally, people are recognizing, like, how great she is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. she's at, she's at, and I, I was just thinking the same thing, Michael, is that she's, She's now in that level, like she's she's uh, revered in a lot of quarters for the right reasons because she's she's worked her ass off. But the stuff she's been in, and when she pops up, she's like the money shot. You know, she's going to bring a laugh. Yeah, and, and she's just so legendary in the business. Joe Torrey did that documentary, and finally, it, it's weird in comedy. It'll take one thing, and then all of a sudden, you're one of the biggest comics in the world. I mean, yeah. it takes a lot of work to get to that point. But you need that tipping point, and that documentary was one. The Dave Chappelle thing is going to be another thing, and that's just going to put her over the top. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so you got a lot of things going on. I'd mentioned Amber Brown at the top, but uh, there's a, a new special out and all that stuff. What's going on? All Can things, I, Michael Yo. Yeah. First of all, first of all, my comedy special that's free on YouTube. I never thought you guys were the first ones to put me on. And I got a couple of complaints from your listeners saying <laughs> I undersold the special. Ah. They said they said we almost didn't watch it because you were like, oh, it's good. It's good. They were like, yeah, it changed my whole attitude towards the special. They said, you need to tell people how great this thing is. Like four of your people said we almost didn't watch it. And it's one of the funniest things we've seen in the last couple of years. Ah. So thank you to your listeners because I was being this humble way over humble guy about it and they were like yo you're actually hurting yourself is that tell been, people how great it has is has that yeah. been one of your your biggest setbacks is not being able to tell people how great you are <laughs> no no it, well you know you look at the big comics right no you're right they, I, yeah. But they tell you, like, yeah. yo, this is a great special. Yeah. Me, when I came on the first time, I was like, you know, it's good. Just yeah. check it out if you can. And thanks to your listeners being like, yo, tell people it's good. You, you know, know? you know what happens, though? And I think this is something, and, it, and I think it holds true, and I've heard everybody up and down the spectrum and, and success level, and I hear it a lot lately, the imposter syndrome. We all get it from now, time to time where it's like they're going to find out I have no right to be here. Mm. And is that something that dogs you now and then? No, never. Never. <laughs> I belong to be here. Yeah, I belong yeah. here. Right. No, but I, I, but I am very, like, I'm the guy that will just put out something and tell people about it, but I won't oversell it. Right. You know, I'm not an overseller. No, I'd rather it, it just... Oh, you want to you want to underpromise and overperform, right? Is that the yeah, case? Yeah, but th but that's not good. Yeah, in social media society, you got to tell people like you got to Kanye West it almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the greatest <laughs> comedian ever. Uh, <laughs> hey, Michael, I'm looking at, at your background there, and you have one of those uh, YouTube plaques. And is, oh, that, yeah. is that for how many subscribers did you get that for? Yes, so this is the hundred thousand okay. subscriber. But let me tell you something. When I put my special on YouTube, yeah, I had three thousand people. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. it—just three thousand people. My YouTube was a dumping ground, and then I put out my special. I'm about to go over a hundred and fifty thousand people in four months. Oh man, five months. So every my life has literally changed since that comedy special came out. Well, you wow. know what? That the funny thing is, is that the um, taking ownership of your special. Uh, is is now the thing. I mean, Louis C.K. years ago did it, but now more and more people are saying, "Well, I'll just I'm going to put it out," and, you know, and it's a yeah. benefit, right? 
It is because the thing is, like, Andrew Schultz just did it. Right. You got Mark Norman. You got Sam Arrett. All the comedians are doing it because here's the thing that wasn't wasn't relevant before. You couldn't make money off your special once you put it out right. back in the day. Now with YouTube, Facebook, even the clips you put on Instagram, you make tons of money from that. But you have to own it. Right. Because my first special, I have clips with five, uh, like four or five million views. I get nothing from it. You know, now with this new special, I have some clips at 15, 20 million views. You get all that money and you own everything. So you distribute it like I still can. I still right now can be like after a year from now, I can go. I want to put it out on a platform and get paid from that as well. So you own everything. You know, it's funny because and then everyone talks about and there are things like Rumble and there are other services that, that kind of float around. Um, when there is more of a competition, and now mind you, it can be very lucrative, as, as, as you're mentioning, on the different ways you can do it. When there comes another um, somewhat in the ballpark YouTube competitor, that's when even the revenue will go up that much more. We're not 100%. there yet. Yeah. 100%. And, and here's the thing that people forget. Uh, Gina Yashie, that she's a comedian, but she has a CBS show. Uh, she shot her own first three specials. Then Netflix came calling. And when Netflix calls, they want everything. Yeah. You know? So they, you shoot your own special for like 15, 20 grand. They buy it for way more. So she sold four specials at one time. You know? Like they want your back catalog too. So it actually, you know, when that big, whoever that big person is, when they do come knocking, you own everything. And now you're getting all the money. I remember years ago, they used to talk about Comedy Central and and that you just basically signed your life away. MTV was the same way. MTV, They owned everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like Dave Chappelle, that was his whole thing. He, Comedy Central, didn't take advantage of him, but gave him a raw deal. Now, you have to be as big as Dave Chappelle to get that money back, obviously. (laughs) But, you know, they're not going to give me the money back if I sign a big deal. But, yeah, you you sell your soul at the beginning. Do you remember that? You remember the ripple effect around the world when he walked away from fifty fifty million dollars at the time, Chappelle, and everyone. Yeah, and how could it automatically goes to he's crazy, but you don't even know the real story. Like, have you seen that Mantel Teo documentary? Uh, We just heard about it. Was telling about it. it it Kurt Metzger was in the studio telling us about it and saying how great it is. It's phenomenal. It's only two episodes. It's like two and a half hours. You know, uh, but. Here's the thing is my wife calls me and says, have you seen this? And then she Google it. There's a picture of me because I made fun of him at the beginning of it. Right, right, right. So we I don't know, like, where, so I, it went viral too. I was the first one to do this thing on the couch. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So that went viral. And I remember, because you don't know the backstory. You just, dude, this dude, all we knew is he dated this woman he'd never seen for three years. Right. It turned out to be a guy and he's being... Catfish. A guy that's yeah, now yeah. transgender guy, but w- we didn't know all that. We didn't know what he was going through, so I made fun of him. And then I remember at an ESPN party, he saw me, and it was a very it, it, we didn't say anything to yeah. each other, but it was like, "Yo, I know you did that type of look." Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it it was very awkward. But to see what he went through, I feel like I need to apologize to the guy because I kind of started this whole thing where people were <laughs> mantle tailing. They said, "Yeah." So it just it just now that I know all the facts, it's like, dude, this dude went through the ringer when he didn't even know about. Do you, do you think he would? Is that would that be important enough for you to 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 reach out and uh, you know? You know what? 
I, I am. I am going to reach out. No, I am because yeah. I can now DM them. So <laughs> right. I feel horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually feel horrible about it. Uh, you know, like it, it's just, you don't know what people go through. And I just made fun of them. In, in defense yeah. of you, it, it seems so outlandish at the time that it, it, it's like, it, and so many people now will float stories, you know. We we're forever cynical about everything we hear now because there's okay. What's the PR angle on this, and who wants this story out? You know, well, the whole you well, don't know. Yeah, the the whole thing is it, media has not changed, and you see it in this story. The first thing they said, "Oh, is he in on it? Is he trying? Is he really gay and doesn't want to come out?" Right. Like literally, media went to the worst thing possible. You know, they built this dude up, and then they tore him apart. And you yeah. learn that's how the media does it. I know? had to turn it off during the Dr. Phil part. Like, I got anxious because it was. Oh. It, you just remember how bad media was. They had the person who was catfishing him at the time behind a screen doing yes. the voice. Like, Dr. Phil was like, do it. Do it. Let's hear your voice. We need to hear it. And so he's, like, backstage pretending to be the voice and everything like that. It got so awkward and reminded me how bad the media can get. That I had yes, to turn it, it off. I was too it, much, too much for me. It was very cringeworthy, but it's a thing where you saw what this guy went through. And I tell everyone, watch the documentary. And it for us, whatever year that happened, 2005, I, I don't, can't remember. But we never heard of catfish and social media just started. Yeah. Or maybe it was 2010 or something. But it just started. We didn't know all this. So yeah. when I heard a guy dated a girl for three <laughs> years and never met her, all I right. was like, he crazy <laughs> well we have to ask about the the i mean an apple plus show not too bad yes. we talked about you uh working with bonnie hunt and 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 the, and the i mean a great uh cast let us uh, let us in what is uh, amber brown so, about so amber brown is a family show yeah. It's a show where you can watch it with your kids and have conversations about it after. And that's what the best TV is. It's like a song. When a mom and daughter can sing to a song, that's when you know you got a hit song. And this show is doing so well for Apple. The Variety and all the magazines are giving it rave reviews. And I play an ex-husband trying to get back in his family life because he gets consumed with work. And what's crazy is, like, at times I'm supposed to pick up my kid from school, but I can't make it. And in real life that happens yeah. because... I'm traveling for comedy. So it's very true to life to me at times, but it's so good to finally jump into acting, something I've always wanted to do. But with Bonnie Hunt and yeah. the show's doing so well. So if you got a family, you know, watch it. If you don't have a family, just play it so we can get the streams and get picked up for a second <laughs> season. So there you go. You know what happens? Apple Plus has the ability. I think they really have a nice corner on um sharp comedies that are really feel good. Obviously, they have Ted Lasso. They have another, another yes. series that we've gotten into called Trying uh, that's been out for, for three um, three seasons already. And you know, you're like, oh. But, I mean, to, to walk that line of being entertaining on that level but also hit the right chords that just resonate as something real, that's something they seem to be doing very well over there. And that's what Bonnie Hunt was so good. She wrote this. She directed it. She show run. She did everything. Yeah. Like, she she's an amazing amazing woman and she there's heart in it there's soul and it's a thing where when you're on set with her it's like being in a master class yeah but she'll she'll give you notes and you'll be like oh my goodness and then watch back what she told you it's crazy and for me this is my first big acting gig so it was a thing where to get that phone call where she called me and goes yo i know you've never been on 
you know, I'm giving you your break. So we're going to put you in two episodes for sure and then see where your character goes. Basically, she was saying, if you sucked, we we're going to take you off. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to kill you or something. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. But I'm in all t- I'm in nine of the ten episodes. The storyline grew, and it really became a show about, you know, it's a lot of things going on, but it's about me and my daughter. My daughter wants me back in their life, but my wife, my ex-wife, has moved on with a fiancé. Yeah. Um, and what I love the most... Nobody's painted as a bad character. Usually they pit the guys against each other. I love it's that. It's two great guys. It's yeah. two great guys. You know what how, I mean? How about playing the the the, the father figure to the, the daughter, the young actress that's that's playing her? And uh, let me tell you something about yeah. her. Carson Rose, if she continues to do this, she will win Emmys and Oscars. The actors I I've never seen someone so talented. At such a young, she's 11 years old when we shot this show. She was giving me notes. I would say something. She was like, oh, no, no, the right word is this. Like, she's so. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, I remember the name, everybody, remember the name Carson Rose? Okay. She is going to be one of the biggest superstars in the world. She is so good. There's so something good. chilling in a bizarre way when somebody of that age is possessed of that talent. That I Just with Linnell, I, I referenced Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And, and there's that young actress who's in that, who's acting with DiCaprio. And I'm like, this this girl's unbelievable. It's it's crazy when you think about where you were at 11. Yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. see this girl yeah. at oh, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was like, eating Play-Doh. I'm a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a loser compared to this girl. You know, yeah. like, she, I, I was probably playing, like, Atari 2600, and yeah. that's what my life was. She's making commercials. She's leading a TV show. I mean, is she is she one of those types that has, like, an old soul, as they say, where you can... She does. Yeah, it's yeah. wild, isn't it? Yeah. She, we did this car scene, and... She was talking about, she's 11. She, she goes, oh, I just wrote three movies. I did- <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Who are you right now? But she loves doing it. But what's great about it, too, she has a lot of kids on set her age. But then you get to see her act like a kid. And that's the only, I'm like, oh, I remember that side of life. Yeah. Where you could run around all day, jump around all day. Now I go to bed, try to go to bed at 830. You know, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Mm-hmm. You go to bed at the time you should have gone to bed uh, when you were that Absolutely. age. So, yeah. I, well, that's what happens when you get older, right? Yeah, Everything but... goes backwards, you know? <laughs> right. So it's nine like, episodes. My dad's almost... My dad's almost 80. Now I see, like, I feel like I'm the parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So the nine episodes yeah. and uh, just this, this first season so far, or, the, or have you guys started first talking season, about So it? this is why this is so important. And okay. I don't care if you watch it, don't watch it, just stream it. Just put it on the planet. <laughs> because, because the whole deal is uh. this is a big month. How TV shows are picked up on the streaming side, they give you a month to uh, five weeks. And then the Nelson ratings come out for that show, and that's how the pickup happens. So okay. we're literally on the last couple of days of that. So well, thank just, you for having me on. We had the cast of, of Trying uh, in oh, yeah. uh, for, for that as well, for that same reason. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it's weird because it is kind of still the Wild West with streaming shows because, like, they, data will not be released. They, they A lot of times they'll play the cards close to the best. And so, you know, the way they hits are reconciled or, or 
what they're going to renew. It's still sort of this elusive thing. Years ago, it used to be, here are the hard and fast numbers. What yeah. were the overnight Nielsen's? Okay, this is working. Okay, this isn't. But it's not as easy to determine with this sort of stuff. Well, I, I, I think it is easy for them to determine. They're just not going to let us know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. Like, they have all the information. I mean, it's a billion-dollar company. Yeah, they yeah. know how many people watched it. If YouTube can tell you how many people watch your stuff, right. they can tell you. But they don't want to, and they choose not to, which is fine. But what I love about Apple right now, their programming, they don't throw it all out like Netflix. They don't have a lot of pro. But when it does come out, it's a great show. They make yeah. sure they put out great shows. That's why they were the first ones to win an Oscar before Netflix. And Netflix puts out probably three to four times as many shows. As right, them, right. You know? Yeah, so, I think you're I right. Mean, good. Good for them. So we're waiting for the second season, and we'll, we should know in like two or three weeks. So. Definitely going to check it out. Nice. Are you doing any? Are you doing any comedy shows in between? Oh, or are you touring right now? I'm, I am everywhere. I'm not on the East Coast for a while, but yeah. MichaelYo.com. I mean, I'm I, my next stop is three weeks at Comedy Works in Denver, one of the best clubs in the world. So I love that place. But I'm on tour. I got two projects. I just signed. Uh, I'm hosting two new shows coming out. I can't. They're going to announce them here in the next couple months, but I just shot one and I'm shooting another one at the end of this month. So a lot's going on. It's great, man. It's Excellent. great from two years ago till now how everything's opening up. Excellent. So. Excellent. Good for you, man. We're, you're, you're good people and we love having you on. So thanks so much, man. And we'll, we'll get that. We'll get those streams in. Yeah. That's right. Brown. And, and, and watch the album and watch my comedy special. It's one of the best comedy specials ever, <laughs> ever made. Ever. <laughs> ever. All right. Thank you, Michael. Have a great weekend, man. See All you. right. Michael Yo, everybody. He's awesome. God, we had just back-to-back great guests. I, I love know. this morning, man. All right, you know, and we still have a few minutes uh, to play with, and it is a Friday. And uh, May I ask one thing? Yes. Can you recap how everything played out yesterday? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Still That's right. Yeah. We did get a few uh, texts regarding. People are wondering. Uh, yes. People want to know. I was um, I was at my wits end yesterday with uh, with my kids uh, and <laughs> I know do, do you think the, the gestures I'm making I'm in my face the, the text the the moment where you had to write the text during news there was just this you were removed from the room mentally yeah, I couldn't you had checked out because you were in this negative space so yeah. bad they they just um, they're they're slobs okay so and they uh, they had made uh, I the night before I had. I'd come in, the kitchen was a mess, and I had already cleaned up a couple times during the day, and, and I, I had a migraine headache, and I just wanted to go to bed, but I'm like, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna straighten up real quick, I'm going to do all the dishes, put them away, you know, put them in the dishwasher, run the washer, hand wash whatever's left over, wipe down the counters, move stuff, declutter, whatever, wow. and, I, and I got it done. Um, because my, my uh, son uh, Carter had a friend over, and Caroline was, I just didn't want to "Quote unquote trouble them with it. <laughs> oh it, it was their own mess, right. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm being a good dad. I'm being nice. You know, they're running out of summer, so whatever. Right, right. And then I wake up the next morning at 3:50 a.m. So just a few hours later, and I walk down the stairs, and it's just a, a typhoon had come through uh, the main living space, and it was there was garbage all over. The sink was full again. There's clothes strewn all over the place, and pillows and things just, just it was yeah. complete disarray and i was just livid seething just horribly mad i came to work I, I focused on prep i didn't think about it then but when we came in here and sat down in the studio it just started digging into my head 
And so I composed a text message, essentially, the wrath of God. And I'm like, you got, you guys have to clean. You clean or I'm going to kill you. Now, the, the uh, caveat here, or the rub, I should say, was that they routinely wake up late. Yeah. So you, and I was, you, were, you were setting a deadline upon your return. 12.30. 12.30. Which yeah. really only left them a little bit of time. <laughs> Probably an hour and a half, something like that. <laughs> to clean the um, whole place. So I, uh, I, I drove home, not really thinking about it, and just kind of, you know... In my head, and nobody else. responded to the text. Nobody responded. Okay, to the text. not right. one person. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> was this a text with your wife on it or not? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was I was text. hoping that she might intercede. That she might, yes, to mm-hmm. jump in <laughs> clandestinely and. Right. Uh, no, and she, isn't and she with assist. her girlfriends? <laughs> uh, she was, but uh, but anyhow, yes. Uh, she was I wa- like, "This is all you." <laughs> I walk in the door. I open it up. Uh, my dogs come and, and greet me at the door, and I look inside, and there are Carter and Caroline. And the house is immaculately clean. Oh, <laughs> yay. So yes, it was straightened up, and I, I was I was still angry. So I was only using very few words. I was I was speaking in just chopped sentences, and uh, and so on. And, and Caroline, at some point, she's like, "Have you seen my room yet?" <laughs> so she just wanted to make sure that I yeah, knew yeah, that yeah. they they covered all the bases. So they cleaned everything, uh, which was great. Uh, but then later on, you know, after uh, they, uh, I made dinner for them, and uh, they go and they just put their stuff in the in the sink and leave it there, not, like, even, oh. not even wash it off. Yeah. I'm like, you're backsliding. This is where it starts. But I very calmly said, you know, can you please put that in the dishwasher? And then, you know, so anyhow. But I had found out later on, Rochelle had called them. Ah, and okay. said, I hope to God you're cleaning up the house. Okay, good. Um, I'm surprised that they're all slobs. Like, so usually there's like, like okay. I know. And I take my my family, you know, as an example. So I was like the neat freak. Every There, was, there wasn't there was one no. thing on the floor. <laughs> but even growing up, Nick, it's just yeah. how I was. My middle brother was, he wasn't a total slob at all, you know, but he wasn't as neat as me. And then my youngest brother, <laughs> dear God. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're all, all three of them. <laughs> are yep. the same. Yep, they're a mess. And they you and your wife are not, not like that. Rochelle is is a bit of a clutterer, uh, so and and I I'm no saint, you know. I I I, def, I try to keep things somewhat in order. You but pick your battles. We have kind of we've been a poor example for them, unfortunately. Oh, right, okay. You know, so, that, yeah. so it so it, I've gotten it comes better from. over the years. I now want yeah. things clean and orderly. I feel like you do like um. Kind of what I do when Nick's not here. And you like you you collect things and throw, throw them, them out, out when yeah. they're not looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah I kind of do that. Yep, exactly. You also, hear my, that right? my mom does that to my dad, Kathy. So it's, it's totally fine. Where are my pills? Exactly. Throws them away. Oh my god! When my dad leaves the house, my yeah, she does that. She goes into the yeah. desk. She goes into the office. And she does what. Uh, to my dad, would you do to me? Which is weird and maybe a little. I know. Should we like should see a shrink about that, right? Um, Preston, I was thinking about like um, r- memories of when my dad got that angry, and and the fact that when somebody is that angry in the family, like it leaves an impact. It leaves sort of. This, you, I, I have clear memories of my dad coming home and me being afraid of the moment he was going to walk through oh, the door. Yeah, you know. But I was terrified of my dad. But you got. Accomplished what you wanted to get accomplished. It's just a band aid, I think. Okay, uh, I, I think it's eventually. It's going to be years in the making, and that's that's what it is. It, yep. it, I think of the things, patterns that I had to change when I was being asked to by my parents, 
and it took it took years, and then you then you start to see the light. You talk about those times, Nick. You know, I remember clearly. I used to. We had this bizarre sort of Austin Powers chair in our den <laughs> that I would sit on the two legs. And I love to do that and rock it back and forth. Oh, and my always, my father would say, "You're going to break the chair. Go break the chair. You got to break the chair." And I broke the chair while he was at work. And I know I had no. I fight. He told me a quarter of a million times, "I'm going to be murdered." And uh, I, it was right out of a Christmas story. Uh huh. My dad's going to kill Ralph. Gonna kill, and and yes, my mother <laughs> pulled that exact move, threw out a distracting thing, and Steve broke the chair, and and I, like moved along, and and, and almost all out Darren McGavin. My yeah. dad was like, uh, "What what?" And oh, then I see she did the Bears are playing uh, <laughs> exactly that move. Exactly, <laughs> that's why I love <laughs> my mom. From that oh. moment on, yeah. things between my mother and I she drew are different, like a distraction, like yeah. I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Saved my life that day. Yep. I'm at the point where it's um, you didn't ask me to do that. Oh, <laughs> Half could ask you, it's your plate of food. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, what Casey goes through regularly is he's got three as well. Is not mine. I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't. Nope. I didn't do it. And all three, nobody did nobody. it. Uh, there was nobody. You know, you liars. <laughs> One of you is a. You know what? All three of you are probably lying. You probably all three did it. And, you know, it's just it's hard. It's a no win. It's, it's like a zero shows, win. Shows that he's teaching good teamwork. Oh please. <laughs> Uh, and then, then you have to dole out, you know, the the triple punishment for everybody, and it's oh, it's just it ain't. Fun. Yeah, oh, well, not to bring up another family thing, but remember, there was something I forget what it was, something that happened in your house, and all three of them were in trouble until somebody finally fessed up, and it took like a couple of days. Yeah, I don't remember what that I was. Do, I oh, I do remember that. I don't remember the exact specifics yeah. or the cast of characters and how that all shook out, but I remember mm-hmm. that it was something that was very elusive. You were like, a, a, it was like a a forty eight hours episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, but hang on, we got a call to go to. Uh, it's uh, Lou. Good morning, Lou. Who's <laughs> Lou? It's him. Hey, Lou. Hey, Chris. What's up, bud? Happy birthday, Kathy. Thank you, Lou. Hey, you're welcome, Kathy. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. We're doing great. So you've had uh, you've had similar situations with the this. Yeah, well, my daughter's been living down the shore, so you can imagine what her room looks like. <laughs> yep. And and my wife goes down, uh, like you say, on a Thursday night. And I first time she went down, she pulled 14 towels out of their room. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I said to my daughter, I said, listen, if you want to have a nice summer here... <laughs> you better not let her up the home to get bottles all over the floor. Clothes, uh, wet clothes, smelly, beach stuff, sand. Oh, Lou, it just it just like blows your mind because my you know, my younger brother for the longest time was that way. Like, like I mean, th- literally just dropping something, letting it fall out of your hand. Not even attempting to put it on a table or a nightstand, or it was—it's just an amazing thing to be that relaxed about clothes, cups, bowls, trash. silverware, trash. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so is she? Have, have you been able to? Did you get through to her? Did is it, do you think it's not going to happen anymore? I got 
through to her. She's been better. But when we were down last weekend, my wife pulled another 11 towels out of the room. <laughs> yeah. 11 yeah. towels? And I'm like, look, you got a couple weeks left. Can you make it smooth? Like, I'm actually in the car with my grandkids going over to Walt Whitman right now. We're heading down there. Off, so. All right. Well, good luck. Well, enjoy. Right. We won't ask him about the tattoo on your dad's penis. <laughs> Another time we'll talk about that. I was going to say, this is a tame call from Lou. That's yeah. why. He's got yeah. kids in the car. <laughs> you hear giggles. Yeah, one's five and one's two, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to remember that. All right. <laughs> All right, Lou, have a good weekend, man. All right, thanks, Press. All right, thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. I'll see you, man. I'll lose the best. Okay. But anyhow, so far now, yes, things worked out uh, well. We'll see if it holds. It won't, but we'll see if it holds. I I don't know. Little victories. Little victories. Yeah, little little victories here and there. But I just, you know... I feel like saying the, the the I felt like going to them and saying, you know, it's just it's not fair. It's just it's just not fair. We're cleaning up the mess you're making. I'm cleaning up the mess you're leaving behind. You don't clean up the messes I leave behind. <laughs> Isn't it a passing of the torch though? But it's a but it, but it's a futile argument because they don't care that trash right. is laying around. Yeah, I do. You know what I mean. You when you, to, when you yeah. were their age, did, were you? Were there times where you were just as? I mean, they're not defiant. They're just lazy yeah. about it. You know, that's the thing. They're not yeah. doing it on purpose. Right. They're just like it doesn't occur to them that <laughs> this looks unsightly and unsanitary, and all the things uh. that come along with making a big mess like that. It just doesn't. And. I, I have to have him, him, yes, in my own mind, I probably wouldn't have cared either well, at that time. What, how do they feel about the like the conversation? Like They they have to know we talked about it. I don't know. Like, that you're, you don't care. <laughs> I, I probably I don't care about so that. much no. okay. yesterday. Oh I played God. video games. <laughs> you were the kid. I wanted me time. I wanted to do nothing. I'm having daddy time. Yep. I went I went and I, I played a, a World War II game and killed Nazis all day. <laughs> Which is always good. Which is a wonderful thing. You can kill it. As long as you're killing Nazis. As many as you want. Yes. But anyhow, it went it went well. Um, listen, I'm going to do one connoisseur story. Oh, we have to do yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. It's time for the Reader's Digest version of <laughs> <laughs> maybe two because there's another good food one, and these these two will they will come and go too quickly, and I and I can't let these go. Uh, but uh, so Oscar Mayer is selling its first ever cold dog, a frozen pop treat that tastes like a a hot wiener. Ew. That both that boast both refreshing and smoky umami notes of a hot dog topped with a mustard swirl. I hate yeah. everything about this. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Disgusting. And I love hot dogs and mustard. Wiener. But Wiener. No. Not cold and in ice pop form. Uh, the idea stems from an Instagram post on Oscar Mayer's account. Sucking on a chilly dog. Oh, a chilly dog. Right, Is it cold? Yeah. <gasps> Got it. I like where you're going with that. Yep. So the idea apparently came from a uh, an Instagram post on Oscar Mayer's account a few months ago in which its followers originally deemed the idea genius in a poll. Yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, what and, were they smoking? I and, will say it kind of looks like a fudgesicle. Um, yeah. Like uh, just a different color, like a lighter pink. Yeah, but, but it's it, the same shape. But it doesn't taste that way. No. And the mustard doesn't. is not a mustard. It's some sort of, what is it, like an icing pressed in it? I something? would yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. But it's got a mustard flavor to it. So That's stupid. Uh, and Oscar Mayer spokesperson Ann Field said, after the overwhelming fan excitement for our beloved cold dog, it was a no-brainer to make this hot dog-inspired frozen pop a reality. 
Uh, but it's not a nationwide release. So the Cold Dog is now on sale uh, for two bucks at select pop bar locations in Long Beach, uh, New York City, uh, New Orleans, and uh, Alpharetta, Georgia, while supplies last. So. Uh, it's, it's limited. Yeah, it's one of those. They things. know it's a dog. No yep. pun intended. Pop Bar is a chain of gelato shops, by the way, uh, that helped Oscar Mayer make this freakish flavor. So it's a pop. <laughs> it's freakish. Sucking on a chili dog. It's Sucking a, on a chili dog. C H I L L Y. Chili. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I like how that works out. All right, and then we'll just do one more because uh, time wise. We're not going to go crazy. Yeah, you know oh, what? Yeah, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do two more. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I apologize. Marissa just noticed. Oh, oh, the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. order up. Do it right. Okay. Uh, Joey Chestnut broke a new world record. And this is uh, for popcorn. Yeah, this is something, man, maybe I could compete in it. So I love popcorn. <laughs> he ate 32 servings of popcorn. Each serving is 24 ounces each. Wow. Uh, in eight minutes. Uh, and, of course, he has 15 wins at the annual uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in New York. Am I this old popcorn fan here? Um, to that uh, level. Yeah, yeah, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go above and beyond. <laughs> you love it so much. <laughs> so he took on the popcorn eating challenge at Victory Field in Indianapolis for a minor league baseball game. Uh, he downed 32 of the 24-ounce servings of popcorn in the allotted eight minutes, beating out the record of 28.5 servings, which was set in Vegas last year. Um, he was talking about his strategy ahead of time. He said, I'll be drinking water. One hand is going to be gripping the right side handful, squeezing it just enough, one chew in my mouth, and a sip of water to chug it down. So I got to imagine wow. that that's got to, like, cut up your throat as you're... You know, yes. Right? I guess that's why he was using the water to, like, moisten all yeah, of right. the popcorn but still, But there. still, yeah. you're not going to break down the... The, 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 the little kernel yeah. edges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple of chews, he said, toward the end of the contest. My throat's going to be tired, so I'm going to have to chew a little bit more. I might have to drink a bit more water. It's going to be a bottle. Uh, this is his 50th competitive eating world record. He really is the goat. He's got to be. Of this. Has like, he ever eaten a goat? Nobody yeah, comes yeah. close. <laughs> he needs to do a goat eating Aww. contest. And it's wild because you don't look at the guy and go, yeah, that's the world no. champion of, of eating of contest. No. no no outward indicator. No. But not. that, that uh, Kobayashi guy, like he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So was know? there some sort of controversy? Did you mention it last time, Nick, that there was something that, that, that had been done or there was a, a suggestion that he might have. Still, it's impressive, but that he was doing something to sidestep the rules? Oh, yeah, I don't somebody, remember. Well, the guy called in, remember? Yeah. Uh, who was the, the pierogi contest. Oh, yeah. okay. Eating contest, and he said something about that, but I don't remember what about the About Kobayashi? Yeah, about Kobayashi. Okay. Cutthroat world, that competitive eating. Yeah. All right. Order up. Oh. Music, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, this is a follow-up. You remember hers had the contest to determine the quintessential Philadelphia-flavored chip? Yeah. Yes. They had a winner. And it is? The three were the 215 Special Sauce, Whiz Wit, and the Long Hots and Sharp Provolone. I didn't know that they didn't choose a winner. They did. But just recently, though? Uh, earlier this week. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, uh, there might have been over the weekend. Uh, but they have chosen... Uh, the long hots and sharp provolone flavor. Uh, mm. Do we have? Do we get to sample these, or did we, we not? They did not send any over to us. I thought Was we did the, try them. No, didn't. Um, I thought Connor tried them. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's right. Connor tried them. Uh, more than eleven thousand people voted on the contest. Uh, they have been sold as part of a limited time uh, line since June. God, I love hers. <clears throat> the winning flavor created by Ryan Regal is an ode to the city's love for roast pork. Uh, combines a roasted pepper flavor with hints of provolone cheese. Hers, you know, 
the ch- their cheese balls <laughs> are so effing good. The Regal- 215 special, their special sauce is the best name, though. I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got the, the area code in it, and special sauce is kind of a, yeah. a nod to G-Love and special sauce, I would think. I, yeah, that's what it seems like. So, as the contest winner, Regal of Philadelphia will receive a $10,000 supply, or I'm sorry, $10,000 in a year supply of her snacks, and $10,000 donation to a Philadelphia-based nonprofit of his choice. Mm. He selected Philabundance. Yay! That's good. So that's great. And he had said of his chips, uh, the flavors complement each other perfectly, which is one thing everyone in Philly can agree upon. Uh, the creators of the runner-ups each will receive $1,000 and a year supply of hers products. Excellent. Well. Yep. All right. One more story. Order up. Uh, I like this. McDonald's has introduced a sandwich called the Chicka Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, it, the Chicken Big Mac. I, I think it's the Chicken Big Mac, but I um, I love this as well, Preston. I would like to try this. Okay, so it's going to include two tempura chicken patties, pickles, shredded lettuce, and American cheese. A combination, the company said, was a huge success when it was rolled out to customers in the U.K., so they've already test-marketed this. So uh, we're looking at a uh, picture of it, but however, this looks like the patties are breaded. They're not straight-up grilled tempura. Yeah, that, that, well, no, tempura is breaded. Is it? Yes. Well, then, uh, no, there's tampons I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah tempura is, is battered. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you get like a vegetables tempura, yeah. at a uh, Japanese restaurant, it's it's covered in, in batter. Well, those then are, it makes sense. Those are yummy. Yeah. Uh, so the McDonald's CEO Chris uh, Kemzinski said, "Chicken continues to be a significant opportunity for us. We've got some great global equities already in our McNuggets and with McChicken, uh, but we also have some equities in McCrispy and McSpicy." Blah blah blah. That we think we've got an opportunity to do. It's a great day for chickens. More with globally. Uh, so that's going to be the uh, priority area. You a say. Big Mac fan? I am. I, lo- I love them. That uh, that was my thing. That was my go-to, the original Big Mac. Now, Dude, this the, concoction, I'm, I'm into this. The Mac Jr. I, it was, ah, I loved it. Perfect size, too. It was. As is. Easier to eat. The Junior Whopper. I agree. I agree with you. I'm a junior at heart. Uh, the new sandwich will be rolled out later this month for a limited junior. time. Junior. At select... <laughs> Name the dog in the Junior. That's a junior. This chicken sandwich is great. <laughs> I hate the way Sean Connery eats. Yeah. I hate it. By the way, Sean Connery never ate that way as James Bond. Dude, when he... Uh, well, I think I mean, it, as, as he got older. He's dead, too. As he got older, because in The Hunt for Red October... All the officers are sitting around <laughs> eating. They're talking about how the, the now the Russian fleet is coming yeah. after them. And he's sitting there <laughs> chewing. He goes, I give us one chance and three. And right. I just hate the way his lips are shaped. <laughs> Kathy, the noise it makes when he eats. I give us one chance and three. I can't stand it. Now maybe he'll bond much more suave. Maybe he'll like the McChicken. I don't. I don't know. Uh, the new sandwich is going to be rolled out, like I said later this month. Limited time. Select. It says at select Miami location. What? 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 That must be their test market. Damn it. Uh, that's too bad. That's a crock of crap. I think they got a winner here. Uh, and the, chicken and their, dinner. Their more recent um, chicken sandwiches, uh, I think, have gotten much, much better. Yes. Uh, so they. Uh, I would still say I, this. You got to. You got to go. Uh, hats off to to Popeyes for kind of changing everybody's 
They reset yeah. the game. Chicken sandwiches. They did. My favorite chicken sandwich still is uh, Hip City Veg, which has no chicken in it. But it's. Have you ever had that? Yes, and uh, Steve, I have a competitor for you. I, I actually stopped by Wilson's Secret Sauce yesterday. Oh, that's right. And now they uh, have Tyndall, which is like a new chicken. Yeah. Um, and he made me uh, chicken or Tyndall uh, nuggets, and I used their chili lime sauce. I don't know what Tyndall is. Uh, so it's like a, it's like a comparable to Impossible, but it kind of looks like a little chicken patty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's vegetarian. And Tyson. Uh, Tyson uh, and the Tyson ones are really good. Excellent. Yes. Uh, and, of course, he actually, they make, Albert Wilson's, <laughs> Preston, you'll agree, it's probably my favorite cheesesteak. Um, I prefer it, the Impossible yeah, Cheesesteak. Yeah. I, I love it. Whatever it is, whatever whatever they've made that uh, uh, material from, and I know it's, you know, plant-based, yeah. I, I love it. I would, yeah. I w- if I go there, I'm going to order, now, I'm probably going to get something like brisket or something yeah. if I'm going <laughs> to Wilson's, but if I'm going to order... The 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 cheesesteak absolutely my option will be that uh, that impossible cheesesteak it is so good all right that's it that's it, that's it. orders are up restaurants sold out thank you we're closed for business we appreciate you stopping by but we need to take a break because we got other things to get to including the bizarre file and more so stay with us we'll be back in just a moment. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. If you want the latest rock news or Sarah's Rock Breakdown to show up top on your app feed, easy. Need to stay current on everything from the Preston and Steve show? Choose so it's delivered right to the top. Browse the latest station merch in the MMR Rock Shop. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by TMA Bucks. They encourage you to visit Bucks County by leaving the car at home and riding SEPTA Regional Rail. You can go to tmabucks.com. And check out their Bucks County Public Transit Ride Guide uh, for trip planning assistance. All right, we'll start with this. A naughty trio swiped more than $83,000 worth of sex toys from a Texas shop, including the world's most extravagant Swarovski crystal encrusted vibrator, according wow. to the story. Yes. That How was much? the crystals that was on uh, Linnell's shirt. That's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the racy broad daylight heist happened on June 30th at Sexology Institute in San Antonio, where surveillance video catching the people breaking into the front door. Is there a sexier city than San Antonio? Them filling bags with sex toys, lubricants, and lingerie before bolting into a truck. Uh, the you uh, fellas having a sex party? The special fancy pleasure toy, the one that I'd mentioned, the crystal encrusted, is valued around fourteen thousand four hundred and seventy nine dollars. Wow! And it was a favorite among customers who would take pictures with it. Uh, the thieves <laughs> who took nearly everything in the store, including the cash register, uh, have not yet been caught. Uh, the only items left behind were books and the LGBTQI merchandise. Merchandise. <laughs> Uh, the store was forced to close its brick-and-mortar online uh, and online shops in order to restock. That sucks. Unfortunately, the men were wearing mask gloves, and there were no clear identifiers. The truck seems to be a 2006 black-primed Chevy Silverado, so police are trying to find them. Here's a story. Uh, trainer Daniel Cohn has flown so often with exotic animals that he doesn't think much of it, though a bald eagle sighting at a North Carolina airport... 
turned heads this week with video from the security checkpoint going viral. Uh, Cohn is the assistant director of the St. Louis-based World Bird Sanctuary and said, anytime that you're working with an exotic animal, like a bald eagle, you're going to draw more attention. I've traveled with this eagle so many times, though, I don't even think twice about it anymore. Uh, The unexpected guest, a 19-year-old raptor named Clark, was captured by a fellow traveler going through airport security on Monday at Charlotte Douglas International Airport. Uh, Clark apparently flies between five and seven times a year. Wow. Uh, and Cohn said... Can't that, you bump me up to first class, for Christ's sake. ...who was captured in uh, the photos and footage from the airport holding the nearly eight-pound bird. In this instance, they were traveling on Southwest Airlines back home to St. Louis after helping welcome new freshmen at High Point University. Yeah, I have a seven and seven. Here's my credit card. Uh, Clark has been coming to the school for over a decade and is also a regular at his Veterans Day ceremony and graduation. Uh, the sanctuary trainers typically are taken to a back room while going through security with their animals more pri- uh, for more privacy, though in this case, uh, they were a little bit more out in the open. And uh, uh, they said Clark doesn't really mind. Cohen said he's a ham and he eats it up. Doesn't it suck when you're on a flight and you get stuck next to a chatty eagle? Yeah. Uh, Howell and says... And my kids. Let me hear this. This is the youngest. He just started daycare. It's just adorable. Uh, Howell, oh, come on. Leave me alone. Hal says uh, that it's the airline's discretion when it comes to what animals they'll allow on commercial flights. Yeah. The airline noted TSA that the bald eagle would be traveling through on Monday so it could be prepared to conduct the screening. Uh, TSA agents brought the bird into a separate lane uh, where it was removed from its carrier and to, for the screening before the, the patient returned. The, the thing that amazes okay. me, though, the president, is that these birds, birds like this, like or like an owl, when they crap, they projectile crap. How mm. would you, why would you risk that on a flight? Um, I don't know. You can't um, put a diaper on an eagle. Trust me, I've tried. <laughs> Eagles! I, uh, do you want to start that from the beginning? I thought it was bald eagles. Okay. Bald no. eagles! There you go. <laughs> Cohn said he always flies southwest with Clark and the sanctuary's other bald eagles. Uh, they have a custom-made carrier for the birds that fits in the bulkhead of the cabin. All right. And Clark tends to uh, get the most airtime, though Cohn said he recently flew out with a male-endangered Egyptian vulture so that it could breed at the San Diego Zoo. A Texas man was forced to wrangle an alligator after it blocked his front door ahead of his daughter's first day of school. Mike Trin said that his daughter found the alligator right outside of their home, preventing him from getting into the car to go to school. He said, I woke up this morning groggy. Uh, it's my daughter's first day in middle school. So she runs back saying, Dad, there's an alligator in the front door. Wow. And I'm thinking she's joking, not wanting to go to school. And I say, just stop it. We're going to school today. You're being stupid. Upon further investigation, though, uh, Trin found that his daughter was telling the truth. And there was indeed a large alligator lying on their driveway. This is in Missouri, by the way. So, she was kidding, right? Uh, Trin called multiple wildlife rescue facilities, but none of them were able to make it out to tend to the alligator. Uh, so he determined to get his daughter to school. He said that he uh, channeled the late Steve Irwin to figure out a solution. Said knowing that covering the alligator's eyes would help calm it down, he threw a towel over the animal's head. <laughs> Said first one missed, second one missed, and then you could see the alligator was angry. Its mouth was open. Following this, he was able to get around the alligator to get his daughter to school. But when he returned home, it was still there. Uh, he then held the alligator's mouth closed with his <laughs> with his while his other daughter taped the reptile's powerful wow. jaws cl- closed with duct tape. So they, like, yeah, I'll do that. Teamwork. Yeah, Trent and a friend then drove the alligator to a nearby pond to release it into the wild. I like how the animal agencies are. We've got a lot to do today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure we can make it up for your alligator encounter. Mm-hmm. Still, one of the best moments ever was the guy with the trash can. Yeah. 
Uh, Brilliant. That was last year yeah. that, that managed to wrangle that alligator. Uh, that was incredible yeah. that he was able to do that. Wasn't he from Philadelphia? I think he might he have been. He was a transplant. Yeah. yeah, he lived down in Florida. Maybe. All right, and then finally we will end with this story. Yeah, let's go with this. Deputies from the Spokane County Sheriff's Office arrest a burglary suspect for second-degree burglary. Deputies responded to the report of activity uh, and a burglary at the Church of the Nazarene. Uh, the person who called to report the burglary said they saw a man walking around the inside of the church on the surveillance footage wearing a mask over his face. He had a flashlight and was looking for audio equipment. One of the deputies saw the suspect, who turned out to be Grant Simonson, walk past an open window and begin to climb out of the church. Uh, when following <laughs> when following commands from the deputies, and this is as yeah. this guy is doing this place, a skunk came over and sprayed <laughs> oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Simonson was taken into custody without further incident, telling authorities he was curious. Now I'll teach you to perform sacrilege. He was uh, booked for second-degree burglary. I saw a skunk this morning. Oh. On the Did way, you? On, on the way into work. Yeah, it wasn't dead. He was just uh, hanging out by the side of the road. You want to talk about an animal that can spray Yep, like, like that, a, a thick stream. It's, yep. it's wild. Yep. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in... Uh, the bizarre file for you. All right, we're going to take a break, but I'm going to give away the last of these uh, Fandango tickets that I have to see Ooh. the movie Fall. And we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. After they climb 2,000 feet to the top of a remote abandoned radio tower, two friends find themselves stranded with no way down. It's in theaters now from Lionsgate. So 10, 11, and 12, you get the movie passes to go see Fall. We're going to take a break. Lesson question, Trash Music News. They're up next. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Get yourselves ready to give away our Word of the Week prize in a little bit. It'll come along shortly. Get yourself set for it uh, if you've been keeping track. Uh, And a reminder, again, because the uh, deadline to get uh, set up for this, Monday is the deadline. Uh, I'm talking about the Preston and Steve uh, Battle of the Experts. Uh, This is for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you're a self-proclaimed expert, you boast about all that you know about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You're the person we're looking for. There's a lot to know. So, what, been how many for, seasons? Well, is it, how many 12, seasons 11, are we at now? I don't know. Uh, 15, 15, I think. 15. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of material there. We even had Rob on the other day said our, our viewers know way more about the show than we do. <laughs> and they wrote it. They wrote it. They didn't it. just act in it. Yep. They wrote it. Uh, so if you are one of those, we need to hear about it. All right, you can go to PresidentSteve.com and tell us why you think you know the gang better than anyone else. And then we'll grab two people, bring you in here, uh, go head-to-head in a trivia competition on September 1st. It's a Thursday morning. And the winner is going to get the full meet-and-greet and VIP tickets for the Always Sunny podcast Monday, September 19th at the Met. And it's not like they just slapped VIP on it. You're getting a real VIP package. Yep, yep. It's the it's the deal. So um, let's get you on board. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Sign up there. Deadline's on Monday. We will do uh, the whole thing next week. All right? 
uh, and I assume we'll contact people on Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, Monday go afternoon, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. But right. be available Thursday. If you're not available Thursday, you're out. Yeah, don't enter. All right, lesson question time. We're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl, Sunday, October 23rd, Xfinity Live. Uh, the question that we have this morning is, Luciano Pavarotti's Hollywood star is next to which other notable celebrities? <laughs> you can give us one. Yeah. There were two that were mentioned. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Luciano Pavarotti, his Hollywood star, is next to which other notable celebrities? Just name one of them, and you win the prize. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We'll do this while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 33 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presents Candlebox coming September 20, uh, September 4th. Uh, tickets are on sale at livecasino.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian says she's ready for another sexual relationship just weeks after breaking up with Pete Davidson. Kim explained saying her Botox injections will begin to migrate if the temperature in her vagina drops below 90 degrees. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dennis Rodman says he's traveling to Russia in an attempt to free Brittany Griner, who's currently being held in Moscow. Rodman says people assumed he knew nothing about international diplomacy until he, quote, completely won over the Japanese people of North Korea. Oh, hey! And finally, the only... Love is Blind Season 2 couples to get married. Daniel Rule and Luke Thompson and Ileana McNeely and Jarrett Jones. They're all getting divorced. Both couples issued a statement saying, quote, There often comes a time in a relationship when you are no longer contractually obligated to stay married. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's your Hollywood trash. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll see if someone does indeed know the answer to this question. Uh, which uh, Luciano Pavarotti's Hollywood star is next to which other notable celebrities? And we just need one of them. 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to uh, Paul for the answer. Hey, Paul. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Paul, Luciano Pavarotti is next to who? Rick D. Rick D. Yeah. Or we would have accepted Carrot Top, too. So <laughs> congratulations, Paul. You got it right. We're going to give you a pair of tickets for the Philly Burger Brawl. Sunday, October 23rd, Xfinity Live. You can enjoy unlimited samples of burgers from over 60 of the area's uh, leading restaurants and chefs. Awesome. Uh, plus, live music and activities all day. Tickets are on sale now. Go to WMMR.com, keyword burger. Proceeds benefit both the Philly Parks and Rec at Risk Teen Initiative and the School District of Philadelphia's after-school programming. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. You're a real crumb bum. Sorry. <laughs> I was looking for one more story. It's very dramatic. All right, so we're going to start with this. Uh, Limp Biscuits. Fred Durst has landed a role in the upcoming horror film called I Saw the TV Glow. The movie will also star Phoebe Bridgers and Snail Mail's Lindsay Jordan, according to Consequence, which reports that all three artists will also play m- as musicians in the film. Mm. Uh, according to the that Hollywood- would really be acting for you. That'll be a stretch. <laughs> according to the Hollywood Reporter, production on the film wrapped up earlier this month. Uh, no release date has been announced as of yet. Coldplay has been near the top of Billboard Monthly's Top Tours chart for nearly a year, and now the band has crossed the hurdle. Uh, the first sh- first few shows of the band's European tour sold over 700,000 tickets, 
and that puts them at number one in the July box score report. Uh, translated to dollars, that means they grossed more than $60 million for that short span of time. That's an average of $6.1 million per concert. Now, obviously, there's production costs Overhead, and all that yeah. other stuff you know, that you have to pay for that. But Probably like two or $3,000 per show, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's got to really be pushing it. Uh, Coldplay recently wrapped a six-night stint at London's Wembley Stadium and just announced a string of new European days. Six nights at Wembley. And yeah, they wow. were all sold out. Wow. Uh, that's one that Mick was at. Yep. That's song. right. Mick Jagger. Great show. Singing. What was your favorite song? Yellow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love yellow, huh? Yeah. Uh, along with a selfie, the crowd in the background, they posted what an amazing way to finish the 2022 European leg of this tour. Uh, the estranged wife of Metallica frontman James Hetfield has broken her silence regarding the pair's impending divorce after 25 years of marriage and nearly 30 years together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francesca Hetfield was quoted uh, by TMZ as saying, after 30 years of ups and downs, but always with a lot of love, I'm extremely saddened that my marriage has come to this. Earlier this month, James filed for divorce with TMZ reporting Hetfield had filed the papers in California earlier this year. Uh, The couple who met in 1992 married in 1997. They have three adult children, uh, 24-year-old Callie, 22-year-old Castor, and uh, 20-year-old Marcella. She wrote it on Instagram. She gave me fuel. She gave me fire. She's a filthy cheating liar. I (laughs) did not see that, but it makes perfect sense. beautiful. Let's see, set for uh, release digitally on September 16th is the soundtrack to Brett Morgan's David Bowie documentary, Moonage Daydream. Uh, Highlights on the set include a previously unreleased live medley of the Gene Genie, Love Me Do, the Gene Genie, recorded live at the final Ziggy Stardust concert uh, in 1973 featuring Jeff Beck on guitar. Oh, cool. Other rarities include an early version of the Hunky Dory favorite Quicksand and a previously unreleased live version of Rock and Roll with Me from the legendary 1974 tour behind Diamond Dogs. Uh, the CD version of the set will be released November 18th. Moonage Daydream, which spans Bowie's entire career, hits theaters and IMAX on September 16th. That should be pretty cool. Yeah. I remember years ago. Do you remember when they used to have TV commercials for album releases sure. yeah, all the time? Yeah. Bowie used to have some great commercials. Especially around this time. It was just really cool. I remember... Wild imagery. I remember a commercial for um, Elton John, Captain Fantastic, and Dirt Brown Cowboy. Uh, And they would have these big, like, animations, big flashy, you know, effects and stuff like that. But, yeah, they would have commercials for albums. You're absolutely correct. Speaking of albums, this weekend's featured MM artist is Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we will have an opportunity... Uh, for you to new- get their new album, Unlimited Love, on vinyl. But along with that comes chances uh, to get tickets for their big outdoor summer show, September 3rd, which is right around the corner. Wow. At the ballpark with the Strokes and Thundercat. Uh, so listen up for double shots every hour. Uh, hits, deep cuts, and the brand new single, Tip of My Tongue, will be played here all weekend long. Tickets for that show, by the way, at Ticketmaster. And if you want another chance to win... And you're an MMR VIP, you just go to WMMR.com and uh, you can uh, have a shot at it. And there you go. That's what I have in music news for you this morning. All right. While we take a break, I'm going to give away the last of our Bud Light Seltzer. And we'll take callers 8 and 9 at 215-263-WMMR. You just have to be at least 21 years of age. Uh, nah, we'll give it to a 16-year-old. Yeah, why not, man? No, actually, you, you got to get good. You got to be 21. Kidding. Just uh, kidding. You <laughs> 
Uh, you want Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer Classic Variety Pack if you're a caller eight or nine with refreshing fruit flavors like watermelon, tangerine. Oops. Still typing. Mango and black cherry. It's 100% seltzer with no beer included. Try the loudest flavors out today. All right, we're going to take a break. We are going to come back in just a moment. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. More when we get back. Stay down. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. No sad, bro. No, none of that. Uh, it's been a good Friday. Very, very much enjoyed uh, today's show. Uh, although uh, we were missing Casey, I would like to thank the fill-in. She did a great job, Marissa. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> as as I said earlier this morning, my caddy, which is kind of like oh, just right. gives me the things that I need to make sure that the show goes forward. Yeah, uh, and uh, so did a great job. And uh, Casey apparently uh, looks good. His colonoscopy went well. He's no doing polyps. Fun. No polyps. He's a happy boy. Nothing to lasso. Uh, nope. And so he'll uh, he'll be in back next week. So he gets ten. If, if, if you go in and your colon's clean, you get ten years. If they get, you know, they, they can remove things. A lot of people don't know that you can catch stuff well in advance. Yep. And that's and uh, then it's five years. But it's good to just do that, get it over with. And oh, please, yeah. Peace of mind. Yep. And Dr. Mike highly recommends it. Absolutely. He's always talking, going on about colonoscopy. Both he and I do it just for recreation. Just for fun. Yeah. You guys have gotten used to it. I Absolutely. Saw, I saw a funny clip, Steve. You may have seen it before. But um, every uh, three or four years, depending on the regularity, Tom Hanks... Steve yes. Martin and yeah. Martin Short get together and have a colonoscopy party. They oh do the prep God. and everything. They do, they, they do the, the shots and they hang and they stay at Steve's house and Martin Short. Shut does up. The, it's a really funny story and Martin tells it a million times better than I do. But they do it, you know, for their health. Yeah. But they get together and hang out at Steve Martin's house. I and, love that so much. Yeah. Isn't that a great idea? That's a great idea. Okay. Well, maybe we'll start. We should go hang with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where's our invite? You guys should start cycling together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would like to thank our guest. We had Lunel. Yeah. yeah. And she is a doll and funny, and she is at Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and even a Sunday show, so heliumcomedy.com. And then we followed that up with the great Michael Yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, and his show is called Amber Brown. It's on Apple TV. And he says, even if you don't watch it, just turn it on and stream it. <laughs> Let it stream. And that'll help them get another season. But he's such a great guest. We yeah. love having him on. It was wonderful. And a surprise phone call from Tom McGovern. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The guy who sings the Sucking on a Chili Dog song Sucking on a chili dog. actually called us. It was great, and we'll have to get a live performance sometime because he is—he's got Philly roots. Let's not forget the plan, which would be really great to have him out at the camp out for hunger and yes. have a mass sing along and and a chili dog party and a chili dog for party. everyone. I yeah. think it'd be great. Um, so we need to do the letter of the day. So I'll do it, I guess. Here we yes. go. Yes, and then Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter E, as in everybody who knows the word should call in right now. 
And we'll take caller number four at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll see if you know it. And we'll see if you get that prize. If you do know it, you will get the prize if you're my caller that we go to. So it'll be not number four. And we'll see if you can win. Uh, before we do that, we have a young man who's leaving us. You don't know him, but we do. He's one of our interns. And we're saying goodbye. Uh, Alex! Yay! Intern Alex! His last day and it's your last day because, dude, you you go back to school tomorrow. Yeah, I'm moving back tomorrow. So Where are you moving back to? Uh, I'm moving back to Susquehanna. I'm moving back into my uh, fraternity house. Oh, okay. What uh, fraternity? Uh, Phi Mu Delta. What was They're, it again? Phi Mu Delta. Phi Mu Delta. Delta. Okay. They're a relatively small uh, fraternity like nationally. And I believe uh, I saw something yesterday where we're getting a... Uh, chapter in Temple soon. Oh, okay. Okay. Good for you. Nice. So you have brothers here in uh, in, in uh, yep. Philly. Nice. All right. So what year are you? Uh, I'm going to be a uh, junior coming up. Okay. And you actually do some work at the radio station there, right? Yes. I am the uh, sports director of the uh, radio station, the student-run radio station there. Nice. Do you do a sports talk uh, show? Do you do uh, a regular show yourself? Uh, well, we have sports shows dedicated on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 8 to 9. And then uh, I started uh, about a year ago for my own personal show where I was just play a bunch of music and every now and then talk about mainly Eagles. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I do go into, like, fantasy a little bit and just overall NFL. That's Good cool. for you, man. Yeah. And so uh, have you enjoyed your time here on the show? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely something I'm going to be missing. Uh, yeah. Just growing up, uh, my parents always throwing Preston and Steve show on. Awesome. And just kind of surreal. Once I got this, uh, <laughs> once I actually got accepted, it was just a surreal moment yeah. that I would definitely never forget. Well, the fact that you're going to kind of, you're embracing it yourself yeah. is, is cool. And we're, we're happy that we were able to uh, usher you along on that. Did you pick up any tips or anything? Uh, definitely. I mean, I see how you guys go on the fly a lot. So that's what I was trying to do a bit more towards the end of last semester with my own shows. Uh, And even the sports shows when I was hosting those, just going a bit more on the fly. Yeah. Maybe have like a little things uh, jotted down here and there. Yeah. You know, that's the key is that we, we have a ton of stuff ready to go. And that allows you the comfort to be able to veer in and out if you need to do that. Yep. But you always plan and have a structure and have things locked in. Yeah, and have, then, more, have more than yep. you need. More than you need. Yep. Alex, are you the Tattoo Day story or is that Eric? That would be Eric. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, not it's, here on Tuesday, so. No, oh, okay. There was a, no, another story, so I'm sorry for mixing it up. But it good. has been a pleasure having you here. Yeah, thanks for helping out, man. We appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you guys giving me op- the opportunity. Uh I don't know if you guys remember, but in my cover letter, I did mention how this would be 16 years ago now. My parents got accepted to come in uh, on Tattoo Tuesday. <laughs> oh, that's right. Is this what you were talking about? That's the Tattoo Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I remember that. That's excellent. Yeah. So 16 years later, just comes full circle, uh, and it's crazy. There we go. You and, you and your sister were here with your parents yeah, when was, they got matching tattoos. Yeah, it was the middle of summer, and... Oh, Obviously, wow. me and my sister were four. Classic. <laughs> oh, wow. Four? Oh, yeah. my God. Classic didn't story. Need, didn't need to hear that. Part. Yeah. Wow. wow. You remember That's... parents getting tattoos and you were there with them? Yeah, when you were four. That's right. <laughs> we were deep into our adulthood at that point. Yeah. Uh, well, it's cool, man. Well, listen, we're hopefully we helped you out, and we wish you success, and thanks for helping us out. Thank you. I appreciate everything you guys have done for me. Our pleasure. Alex! Yeah, Alex! 
Right. Another intern on the way out into the wild blue yonder. Then we're losing intern Pierre today. Uh, oh, no. Well, no, we're not. Actually, we're going to go to Benny to call her number four here. Hi, Benny. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Benny, what is our word of the week? Bite. I don't know. Hang on. That is correct, Benny. Bite is right. And we're going to set you up with a $500 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Hang on. We'll get your info. Don't forget to star's Emmy Award winner, uh, Tatiana Maslany. And the original series is now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. So, how you doing, man? Excellent. Wonderful. Friday vibes, right? Man, it's out there. It is out there. It's a beautiful thing. Is it steamy thing. yet? Um, it's warm. It's not overpowering. All right. Good. Uh, but uh, hopefully you have no meetings and can depart immediately. We do Marvelous. have not any but, uh, meetings. Preston and I plan on going into the city and, and busk. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, there's a couple of great <laughs> spots I'd recommend. All right. Uh, Rittenhouse Square is a good one. 17th and Locust is another one. And then uh, 4th and South would be We'll another. be doing the Pina Colada song. Do you remember the gal, uh, Esther, from uh, from uh, Trying, the show yes. she came in? She called it Busker. Busking. 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 Yeah. Is it, it's a Busca. <laughs> She's a Russian. Adorable. Yes, she Adored. was. Uh, what's up on your showgram today, well, sir? Well, on the showgram, we'll have another pair of tickets for Alter Bridge and Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. We have got the Hooters playing in Quakertown tonight and Cape May tomorrow, and they were on with you guys earlier a couple days ago. So we'll do Block of the Hooters. Corn uh, and Evanescence is happening tomorrow over in Camden, so we will combine a block for them. And it's Women's Equality Day, so some of our favorite uh, female rockers shall be combined into a a workforce block as well. And there are a number of them now. Yes, it's really are. cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you to our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, the official grocery store of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab with locations all over and now opening King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. And uh, Duncan, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Uh, next week, I don't know. Casey normally gives me a list of stuff. I asking me. Uh, but we'll find out. We're going to have a great... A lot, but I don't know that. We will have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully you as well. And we'll have great shows next week. Bart Kreischer, Stephen Wright. The Sunny Contest. The Sunny Contest. Sunny. Lots of great stuff. Well, Excellent. See? Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I don't know. I thought we stunk, and that seems remotely entertaining. Download yeah. the app. Listen to us all the time. All right. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great app? weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, Santa's got to go. Looking for great pay and a supportive team? Ready to help deliver what matters? Join UPS and a seasonal job here could turn into a rewarding career. Right now, we're hiring warehouse workers, package delivery drivers, and tractor-trailer drivers near you. All positions offer competitive pay, and bonuses are offered for some roles. Shift your life. Shift your world. Shift to Team UPS today. Apply now at upsjobs.com slash shift. Make the shift. Make a difference. 